Hello, everyone. Welcome to tonight's episode of Infinite Horizon. <laughs> uh, I was just uh, uh, telling, letting, making sure everybody knew that I <laughs> feel very behind today. Like it feels like we should still be getting ready, and uh, you know, here we are. It's starting time. So, hello, first of all. Um, hello, everyone who is here in chat. It is so good to see you. Um, as a hey chat, hey chat, everyone say happy birthday Everybody say happy yeah, birthday to Lucas, birthday. our lovely storyteller and Jim Whom we all love very, very much and has to take our love <laughs> Because you can do nothing about it Because we love him very much <laughs> I happy will birthday, end this stream right now <laughs> Sorry, you do have the power You could actually I can also just this. mute Caitlin Because she did it to me once on her stream So You know, you can't you silence us <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> Okay, but to be fair, I muted Lucas so I could give him compliments This is very much not the same <laughs> situation <laughs> yes totally the same situation because i'd be muting you to avoid them uh so <laughs> um your power for evil yes today is today is birth um birth. <laughs> um yes i yes story girl i have i have uh made the big old loop-de-loop um how does it feel now that you can drink? <laughs> <laughs> well, golly gee, mister, I sure don't think I've ever ordered a drink in a bar before. Uh, <laughs> Who's oh, wait, that NPC? You drink Who off the 21, Lucas? right? Yeah, I know. It, it's... They're going to be workshopping that NPC in their world builders. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I want to know everything about them. <laughs> Um, but yes, thank you everyone for the birthday wishes. I, they are much appreciated. Um, <clears throat> I feel like I was literally about to, oh, I was about to do something. And what I was about to do was normally we just, we don't have anything to talk about at the beginning of the stream. Uh, but today I do because it occurred to me that only like the people who are on discord saw this message. So I, I, I made an announcement on discord of, uh, last week sometime and I thought it was important to bring it up now. Um, because I realized that only some of our audience is actually on the Discord, and it's relevant to everybody. So here we go. I'm just going to read it from what I wrote. So uh, it was, hello, everyone in the um, in the interest of transparency, I thought I'd uh, share some news about Rule of Lore. Uh, I'm sure you've all felt these last few weeks that there's a bit of a disruption in our operation. This has affected everything from our Patreon content to our streaming schedule. Uh, well, when it rains, it pours, as they say. Everything from from trips to mental health to medical issues, uh, mental health breaks to medical issues to just outright exhaustion have all happened to fall on us with their full weight these last couple of weeks. Because of our bad luck in this regard, we're not really operating at our full capacity for now. We aren't quite to the shutting everything down point yet. Um, so we're not quite there yet, but uh, right now we are going to try to operate as normally as possible while also making sure that we here at Rule of Lore uh, are able to stay healthy physically, emotionally, and mentally. So what this means is that late content and last-minute schedule changes will be pretty common for a little while. Um, it also means that a lot of our future plans have been put on hold for the time being as we focus on treading water. So those future plans include uh, our plan to like regularly have um, uh, charity streams or just fundraising streams in general. Those kinds of things, plans for that kind of stuff, has sort of been put on hold for the time being. Um, just cause it's all we can do right now to keep like normal operations happening, let alone planning new stuff. So, um, right now we're kind of just focusing on that. So 
basically, um, things are going to be a little bit disrupted for a while. And I think at this point, uh, the only option that we have is to just sort of accept that that is going to be the case for a while. So um, thanks for just being patient with all that stuff. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. So, um, But yes, I, I, it occurred to me this morning that I was like, you know what? Only like a certain percentage of like the people that this is directly relevant to actually would have seen it. So this is my uh, my way of bringing that to the forefront. So yeah. Um, anybody else have anything that they want to say before we get started? Um, welcome back, Drac. It's good to have you again. It's good to be back. <laughs> All right. Well then. Oh, sorry, Olivia. Were you gonna say something? I was just going to say before we start one more time that um, happy birthday, Lucas, and we love you and you're the best and you're <laughs> such a good GM. And I got so excited to see all those NPCs today um, oh God, that Caitlin, yeah. Caitlin posted because I already kind of knew how they were because you're amazing at, tell, at showing us how they are. <laughs> um, but it's always fun to see it. So, um, but yeah, happy birthday. You're Thank awesome. you. Um, and yeah, for those of you who haven't seen yet, uh, you should check out the uh, the art that Caitlin did of the uh, the NPC crew of Awakener because they are wonderful and I love them. Go view Patch and and their singular anime eye. <laughs> singular <laughs> anime eye. I've never seen something so kawaii. <laughs> I could. Oh my god! I should put little like the the blush marks yes. out. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> it must be done. All right. I'll do that rose, during the rose intro. <laughs> All right. So. Here we go, then. I think we are ready to get started, so let's jump on in. Some will say this is the end. Surrounded by Welcome back, everyone. Um, when we, <laughs> sorry, I knew it was coming, and it was still all right. <laughs> um, previously on. Oh, wait! Before we get in, I just remembered something. I checked today, and as it turns out, uh, for the first time ever, Rule of Lore uh, hit the fifty subscriber mark. <laughs> So oh. thank you everybody who awesome. is subscribed, who oh, has yeah. gifted subs, who has uh, subscribed through Twitch Prime. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Um, this is a place that we have reached now, so that's a thing. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I checked today and just just made uh, made sure that we were actually there, so I could actually say it. So here we are. Um, also, in the Discord, there's now a patch with blushy marks. Oh my gosh. Yes. I need to see that. Oh, everyone, pause. This is very important. Oh gosh, heart of handprints. You're gonna kill me. 
Yes, it is. It is recap time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's also Luke's birthday. Yes, it is. I suppose it is that. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, let us attempt. Previously on Infinite Horizon, um, the sudden appearance within uh, the midst of the crew of Awakener of a mysterious, uh, a mysterious individual who claims to be from the future, specifically uh, about 23, 25? 23, 25. 25 years in the future. Um, uh, threw everything into chaos as uh, our, our, uh, their new friend, Taeon, a Kemoth from, uh, from the future, uh, a powered individual with the ability to manipulate and travel through time, um, showed up and began attempting to explain how time works um, <laughs> through the use of several complex drawings and inadequate analogies um, <laughs> that if, that certain that gave rise to one of the good uh, one of the good moments from last time, which was uh, time sandwich. That was one of the one of the draw- drawings, I believe, and. Um, but there was a time pie in there as well, I think. That's right. There was a time pie as well. Yeah. Um, so this all led into some pretty complex conversations. But in those conversations about time and the nature of the universe and how everything works, um, I'm going to do my best to get through the through this. <laughs> uh, this is at it. I'm I'm going to be not distracted out of spite now. Um, <laughs> uh, this led to a lot of conversations happening that that um, revealed some pretty important information. The most important of which uh, was that there that a powered individual working for the corpse from the future has not only traveled in time back in time as well, but has also um, but has done so has been here for quite some time and has and traveled back to prevent the crew of Awakener from doing exactly what they plan to do, which is to say rescue uh, the powered individuals uh, on board a ship in transit, much like they were, um, and <clears throat> to essentially prevent a galaxy-wide movement of anti-corp sentiment that ultimately some years in the future leads to the corpse being pushed back to the fringes. Um, Taeon in turn has come back to stop that person from stopping that, uh, and thus puts him squarely in the, uh, in the, uh, allied position with the crew of Awakener. Um, let's see. There were, there was also another important revelation that came on a little later, which was that, uh, Alma, uh, it was in fact the first of the powered individuals, uh, thus explaining why Silverbreak and the and the corpse are so interested in recapturing her as well as Awakener itself. Um, the revelation was certainly startling to Alma, um, who, after a short period of time of sort of thinking this over, talked in, in a conversation with Mason asked Mason to promise her that if it came down to a, to a choice between helping people and, and 
serving the overall goal of of defeating the corpse and saving her from the corpse that that mason would ensure that she was not the choice that was made um (laughs) uh, unbeknownst to everyone else of course that this conversation took place um there was also a fun discovery, uh, powers-wise, that both Bina and Peach are now able to read the thoughts of others. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> Our fun, very different reactions Thus, to that. Thus, stressing out Bina just a little bit more and uh, making Peach that much more uh, powerful and dangerous. <laughs> you put it that way. <laughs> um... At the very end of the episode, with help from Taeon and a new, um, uh, answering basically a series of questions from Wire, uh, as well as an as a search algorithm that Wire put together, Wire was able to finally uncover the location of the ship that they were that they were all looking for, um, aboard which a whole new group of powered individuals are to be transferred. Um, and that is where we ended. But I also want to point, make mention of the fact that Alma, during the time, uh, during the downtime, while they were waiting for the algorithm to do its thing, <coughs> discovered some rather disturbing facts about uh, the disappear about disappearances of people all over the galaxy. Um, some of which were Mason had already keyed into in his investigation to the disappearance of Peach's brother, um, and chalked them up to. Silverbreak kidnapping people for their experimentations. However, Alma discovered that there was a second pattern within those. Um, <laughs> a second pattern within those. That one that was a little bit more difficult to trace the origins of. Um, so that is also a fun and terrifying thing that happened. And now that I think that is pretty much everything, I will just say, oh my god, heart of handprints. <laughs> Thank you for gifting subs. Oh my gosh. Well, welcome everybody. Thank you so much, uh, Heart of Handprints, and enjoy your enjoy your scrolls. <laughs> um. Okay, I think that pretty much brings us up to speed, unless I missed anything important. Nurse, what? Right. Yes, nurse, what? Very important. An, an important great show. show. Yes. Great show. A great show that uh, <laughs> that. Jade and Tan sort of bonded over a little bit. Um, Jade is definitely spoiled by now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tan's terrible at keeping secrets. Yeah, he's very bad at keeping secrets. (laughs) Oh, also the Sedona and Tan kind of have a weird adverse. uh, Their powers kind of don't interact well, which is very cool. Yep, Sedona, who has the ability to uh, to see see probability. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Taeon, who has the ability to manipulate and travel through time. Uh, what a fun way to have to tell the people you're living with that you can see the future. <laughs> Ooh. So a time traveler came to dinner and I had to tell my friends that I can see the future. God, I hate it when that happens. Uh, yeah, oh it's like the story time YouTuber. Like, that's their story. <laughs> <laughs> a time traveler came and my head nearly exploded. <laughs> it's a really kickbait title. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. where we left off that is where we... <laughs> um so um picking back up um 
not quite at the moment we left off because basically the rest of the evening was a series of basically just a flurry of activity as chart uh, flight plans were made, chart charts were drawn, um, wire and there was a lot of wire, Zaya and Becker, who is currently several systems away, um, uh, basically conversing, um, sort of trying to set up any kind of rendezvous location so that um, this op can go off as uh, as flawlessly as possible. Um, and mostly just a lot of everybody else kind of sitting on the sidelines. Um, largely due to the fact that y'all have had kind of a long day. And a lot of that was spent sort of in that downtime, just sort of waiting for something to happen, which can be almost as exhausting as uh, actually actively doing things. Um, so <clears throat> things having not been particularly productive the rest of the evening, as far as the rest of you are concerned, um, eventually uh, Wire basically sent you all sent you all home um, to get some rest for the evening so that um, so that discussion can happen the next day uh, so that you can all be fresh for that. So um, at the moment, um, anything in any before before I pull us into our first sort of scene of the night, anything in particular that anybody wants to do in that short, I'd say probably maybe like a two hour or so period of time um, between between finding the location of the of the ship and sleeping. I think Taylor was just stressing out. <laughs> uh, he's trying to stay still, but like his leg is jittering and then his other leg is jittering and then his toe is just going full on metronome. Um, <laughs> he'll be like standing up and just walking up and down because he's, yeah, he's very anxious. Oh, you're a lot for Bina then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she probably joins you at some point if that's the constant like. Pacing back and forth. Just... <laughs> back um, and forth, yeah. I'm definitely imagining Peach sitting in the bay window or whatever if there's a window. I think you said there was, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like in the same area where you guys are pacing back and <laughs> forth and back and forth. I think Bina recognizes that she's doing it and then like we'll sit down and be like, it's not my stress. Be like, I'm already stressed, but like it's adding a top. It's fine. She sits down and then like 10 minutes later, she's doing it again. Like <laughs> Mason would definitely come in with like a pot of coffee, like look at the scene and then like slowly just back away with <laughs> <laughs> the coffee. Just, just relaxing out here. Just <clears throat> relaxing for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so a little bit later in the evening, um, Peach, you find yourself just sort of laying in, in your bed, just staring at the ceiling. Um, it's a little, it's a little difficult to sleep, not just because of the, the impending action that you're about to engage in, but also from time to time, uh, you're, you're starting to maybe just a little bit get like a small picture of what Bina goes through all the time as periodically people's un unguarded, unshielded thoughts just sort of will drift uh, like into your mind. Um, occasionally you'll hear s short phrases and uh, every once in a while, just like 
just little like words or thought fragments. Sometimes it's just images. Um, and they, they're, they're intrusive to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, as, as the night goes on, you start to find yourself sort of starting to get tired enough for your eyes to fully close. Um, and finally, there's a moment as you feel your, as you feel your eyelids droop and get heavy enough and close on their own. It feels like they're not closed for more than a millisecond before suddenly you are standing somewhere else. Um, standing in just complete and utter pitch black. Um, nothing around you but a sort of fog that you can kind of see and feel to some extent. Um, the sort of moist droplets as they... as uh, sort of peppering your your skin you stand for a moment just looking around and it doesn't take long for you to become immediately aware of another presence standing nearby um and you don't even have to turn around to know it's you just you can you can feel you can feel them standing there you don't even have to turn around to know who it is You just you hear after a moment you hear that that same heavily filtered voice that just says I don't know what you did but you seem to have opened a door. Door to where? To each other. Do you know where you are? I know where I am. I have Care to share. Not today. I have suspicions about where you are, but I'm guessing that you are as equally reticent. Oh, I'm on vacation. Enjoy it while you can. Your freedom will be short-lived. It's gonna kind of turn around. Mm-hmm. You can see that you can see the same the same figure that you've expected. Uh, that you expected to see, dressed head to toe in that like tactical gear, that helmeted um, tactical gear. Uh, they kind of standing in a relaxed but tensed pose, um, like somebody who is ready for anything to happen, but who isn't particularly concerned about whatever that eventuality might be. You know, I just, I feel like we know each other. I feel like we're friends. There's, there's no response. They're just watching you. Even though you can't see them, you can, you can feel their gaze through, through the, through the mm -hmm. visor of the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> they just say, you were, it was a pretty clever trick last time. You almost trick? got, you almost got to me. 
I did. This time, though, I initiated this one, which means you don't have any con- you don't have any control over me here. Huh. And I'm gonna try. I don't. I don't know if I've ever tried this in the dream, but I want to try and imagine a amazing top hat <laughs> on top of this stranger. <laughs> Just like a beautiful, elaborate, very well made, very fancy. This is top hat. I can't think of a better excuse to for the first roll of a game. Uh, so. <laughs> So I'm going to have you make an intellect roll. The difficulty on this one is going to be, uh, the difficulty on this is going to be eight. Eight for a top hat. Roll for top hat. I love that. God. Okay. (laughs) Roll for Um, top hat. (laughs) Okay. So Dreamcraft. Mm -hmm. Does just my awake, just, does just my power allow me a power shift or is it just because I, that just lets me do it? I'm pretty sure it just lets you do it, but yeah. yeah. Oh, I do have a power shift in Awakened Streams, though. Would that would that yeah. knock it down one? Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's two. So down down to six. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I'm gonna spend three. Lo- I'm gonna put in three <laughs> levels of effort. It's okay. I'm Good. asleep. It'll replenish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So it's down to a difficulty three. Okay. So that's a nine or better right now cool i'm good with that all right because we don't roll at all last session and we start with this this session i, I love that <laughs> okay nine or above for top hat you guys yep. oh it was a three. Oh. damn it yeah so I really want this top hat can i give you can if you want to i want to give you an, max, an express point <laughs> You give me an excuse to re-roll this. for a top hat. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I, will, I if if you're willing. <laughs> oh. I was god. just like, I can't use an XP, but it would just be. So but nice. if someone else will. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna change to a different die because I don't. Something's wrong there. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. So at first you reach out. And you, you can feel that just iron wall of resistance um, that, that he has up. Um, and as you push, you find, much as you did on, on Zolaterra, you find that weak point, the, the crack in the, in, the, in the mental defenses. And you reach out, pushing through, and you watch as just sort of just this exquisite top hat, just on top of the, uh, on top of the tactical helmet. Um, just uh, fitting actually remarkably well over the helmet, almost as if it was like uh, cut to fit over the helmet. Um, <clears throat> Man, I haven't seen anything that nice since I was back on Anzalon Prime. The, the for free, I gave I gave you that for free. The 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 helmeted head sort of dips very slowly, and then comes back up, um, and you just hear point taken. Like, I don't know where you are. I don't know what people have done to you. I don't know what Silverbreak has done to you. But there's always another side. This is so much bigger than you can, you're even aware of. 
Silverbreak, Ellis, they're the least of your concerns. I want to try to, I don't know if this works in dreams. Can I read his surface thoughts? Interesting. Um, theoretically, yes, you could. So, but it's going to require a roll and it's going to be as difficult as the last one. Um, okay. Because basically the, like the, in for full transparency, basically like the, the, the difficulty of the last one was due largely to the fact of basically it's right now you're in this, in this dream space where each of you is essentially a master of your own domain, mm -hmm. and those domains just happen to be touching um, at this at this moment in time, and so basically right now the role is difficult because you're affecting somebody else's dream space, uh, and so that's kind of where the difficulty is coming from here. So it'll you can you can attempt it, and it will be the same difficulty. It will be a difficulty eight to attempt this. Okay. Um. I'll try it for okay. sure. Um, so I don't I don't have a power shift or anything. Mm -hmm. So I guess I only have effort. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, hmm. let me think about this for a second. I mean, unless like. I mean, yeah, I just have a power shift in Awakens Dreams. And I think it still counts because this is still feet. dream related. Okay. I think cool. it still counts. Yes. Okay, great. So down one difficulty. Mm -hmm. So then I can again spend three <laughs> levels of effort. <laughs> All right. I wanna know. I I have no fear. Okay. So that brings the difficulty down to four? Yeah, sorry, I was doing math with my intellect. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was trying. I was like, wait a minute, what's that? What's the number? Yeah, I don't know. Four. I'm not. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so twelve or better is what you 12 need. Twelve or better. Mm -hmm. That's that's doable. I'm knocking on wood. Hmm. What'd you get, Olivia? I know. I I rolled a one. <laughs> Okay. I rolled a natural one, so right. I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it at that. Sure. All right. <laughs> GM intrusion then. So you you reach out, but this time he's ready for you. Um, as you reach out, just sort of trying to probe his surface thoughts, um, you feel just a spike uh, of of pain um, located just like basically like dead center in the top of your like the top of your like the top of your skull like those those piercing headaches that that happen sometimes but this feels like a shard of ice was been driven through your brain um as uh his mental defenses kick in and push you out and uh you take five points of intellect damage um as he just shoves you forcefully back um and as you are are shoved backwards, you involuntarily your eyes fly open, and you're once again just laying in the apartment in your bed, staring directly at the ceiling.
kind of breathing really deeply. And is anybody in the room? Am I still in the like the living area? No, not right now you're in your in your room. Okay. Um actually out of, immediate... out of curiosity, did we did we determine who was sharing? Because I know that somebody was sharing. I think all we said was that Jade got to have his own room. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think Mason opted for his own room. Mm-hmm. Probably. Was that a thing that happened or am I making that up? I don't remember, to be honest. I don't remember either. I think temporarily, Taeon is probably either sleeping on the couch or sharing Jade's room, which Jade probably would have offered. So that would be so cute. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Bean, a, Bean and Peach could be bunking together. Sure. If yeah. you want to make a scene, if you want someone in the room, like, yeah, we can make yeah. that happen. If you want to, because I don't think we actually it. determined this. So mm-hmm. I can I see like... them bunking together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm just gonna kind of get up and um. Is Bina awake at that point, or is she asleep? Ooh, what time is it? Um, by this point, I'd say that it's probably like I don't know. I'd say it's probably like what it, like the equivalent of like just midnight. I would say. So like I could see. Because <laughs> yeah. you would see Peach literally like jerk out of bed and like be like physically like kind of being like in pain. Sorry, and you you might feel it if you were if awake. You, I was gonna say if you if you don't mind my my stepping in here, I just had this like perfect mental image of like do it. Yes, Peach sort of jerking awake and then like sitting up in bed, looking over at Bina and seeing like one antenna just sort of twitch, and then twitch again, and then be- one eye opens and looks at you. <laughs> <laughs> you good? I just had a nightmare. Yeah, it was a weird one. I was already awake, but like, you don't wake me up or anything. But you did feel really weird for for a while. Lucas, would you say was she dreaming for a while, or I mean, was it a short a period honestly, of time? For you, it was probably about ten seconds or so. Yeah, you feel kind of funny. So. This I know it's kind of the middle of the night, so we can always revisit it in the morning. But Bina will like sit up and be like, "All right, alert, let's do it." You know the super that we fought that had the mimicry power. Uh huh. Hard to forget. I think they also mimicked my power, and I I I think it's the same person. Um, and they've been, we've been communicating in my dreams. Only this time they brought themselves in and I didn't bring them there. Weird dream to dream communication. Yeah, a little spooky. Uh, is that a bad thing? I don't know. He said that... He said that Ellis and Silverbreak were the least of our concerns. So that struck me as odd because I assumed that he was working with Ellis. So either Ellis is someone's above him, he's reporting to someone, or... um, there's another faction at play that we aren't aware of. Um, well, 
all bad options. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I did say it was a nightmare. Did warn you. Yeah, I'm. Mm -hmm. Nightmares kind of tend to be real now, so. Um, let's see. Is there anything we can do about it right this second? No, my head hurts too much. I don't, I don't think I can. you should go to sleep. I would say it's at this point. I wasn't suggesting you should do something about it. I was just trying to get you to go back to sleep. Do you think we have any ice or like frozen peas or something? Probably. I would yeah, say I'm just gonna get up yeah, and go and try to walk. Wait, it's, what's it's up? At, like it's at this point that Vina, like, you're, like the sleep has cleared enough from your eyes that yeah. you've like kind of you taking a good look at Peach. You can see just the slightest trickle of like of blood kind of oh. coming out of the nostril. Just sort of. It's fine. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But I just I'm gonna go get some ice. I oh, think. Okay, maybe get a tissue too. Yeah. I'm gonna go out and get some ice and then go sit in kind of the bay window and watch the street for a little while with ice okay all right so um <laughs> mina's gonna be awake for like two hours <laughs> peach as you're as you're walking past uh past jade's room you can hear voices um as the, the <laughs> and stopping for a moment to listen you can hear that that uh jade and 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 Taeon are are deeply invested in, in like a conversation about nurse what um mm-hmm. uh party. he's gonna listen for a second and try and hear and then just just so later i can bring it up and pretend i'm knowledgeable <laughs> just to make them talk about it more and be excited <laughs> no seriously you don't understand so basically the professor came back and this time whoa, whoa, she whoa, was wait, a wait, he. wait 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 the, wait the professor came back yeah but i thought that like, i thought I thought he was gone after the last time. Wait, how does that even make sense? Honestly, I'll be honest. That was one of the times where there was like a very clear plot hole, but I never actually addressed it. You know, kind of just skimmed over it. Cause yeah. Like, All right. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess sometimes like the writing is 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 such that you know it'll it'll they can you can kind of gloss over it and it'll be okay because everything else just yeah. sort of fits. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the only thing that was, kind of annoys me. Is that they kind of completely disregarded the professor's like character growth, like uh, the whole season before was just gone, like it didn't mean anything. It, uh, <laughs> oh, that's that sucks. I'm not really looking forward to that. And then uh, that's okay. about the point. You just sort of walk away. <laughs> yeah, I really like, want there to be a character like called the Bachelor in this nurse <laughs> what because when I mean in Doctor Who there's the Doctor the Master. I, there should be a Bachelor. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. the Professor was literally like, the like father, need, son, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I need to think yeah. something on the spot. The professor, but yeah, the, the bachelor sounds is honestly better. I like that more. <laughs> All right. Um, you spend Anyways, you spend some time just sort of staring out at the at the street, um, looking out over over the city. Sulan never has a moment where it completely is quiet or where activity ends. Given that there's really no day night cycle and. Uh, it means the city basically runs 24 hours uh it's just constantly going um you can from your window you can look up and you can see kind of looking across the hollowed out asteroid you can see the ever-present lanes of traffic that are just sort of um 
high up above the city, just constantly streaming. Um, so, uh, jumping to, I'd say, the next, the next day, as, you know, everybody eventually finds, finds sleep, restful or otherwise, um, eventually, you, uh, we'll go ahead and cut to, cut back to, um, Wire's cave, um, <laughs> And as you're all just arriving and gathering there. Um, and basically, Wire barely acknowledges you as she just sort of, like, raise, raises her head and just nods and continues, like, moving things around and, um, ob like, monitoring screens. As Zaya is sort of sitting in the corner, uncharacteristically thoughtful as she's just sort of sipping a nearly forgotten cup of coffee as she's just sort of staring off into the into the corner just sort of uh and of course <laughs> the uh pr professor tenoris is just sort of as always just sort of parked in front of the uh in front of the uh containment that device that you created for the artifact um and just is sort of taking down notes and seems largely unaware of everything going on around him uh, I want to go uh, plant myself like exactly opposite side of him mm -hmm. and like look through the containment thing at him mm -hmm. and be like, have you taken a break from this at any point recently? He uh, doesn't look up from writing notes. He says, yes, actually. And then he finally like looks at, it, at his terminal and says, about ooh, too long ago. Um, he kind of closes his notebook and sets it down and says, ah, yes, um, I feel like sustained contact with it doesn't, I don't know. Not that I'm doubting my mechanical skills, but like, we don't know a lot about it. Maybe take a walk Actually, every once in a while. The interesting thing is, as a matter of fact, I, in fact, this is one of the things I noted down earlier today. The interesting thing is that uh, ever since we put it in this containment field, I've felt less mm, watched. Uh, so it seems to be working, the device. Uh, so... That gives me some level of confidence. So, but I mean, I guess I, I trust my work. I don't trust it. Yes, that, I mean, that is true. It we is brought breakfast, though. Maybe sit 20 feet away from it while you eat. Mm. Yes, I probably should eat, shouldn't I? And yeah, he, like, she, does, she sits a bag around, <laughs> <laughs> reaches around with one of her arms and gives yeah. him a to go back he stands up grabs the grabs the bag and then pulls the chair away from the table for a, for a bit and starts opening the bag and looking through um utterly consumed with the task of uh, of sustenance um wire looks up from finally from from one of her screens she says okay so um so here's what i've found uh as you all sort of slowly begin gathering around the uh around the table where she sort of set out a bunch of different uh, star charts. Um, she just looks up at, at the at the holographic display of the ship that you found. Um, she says, oh, sorry, this is it. This is what I found. Nothing. There's, I can't find any relevant data on this besides the location. And I guess there's, here, she passes over a, a data pad to you, Bina. She says, I mean, this is some information on the the approximate make of the vessel. I don't know. Maybe you'll find something in there that's useful. 
that I don't know about, but honestly, this place is, it's built to be invisible, and they've done a good job. I, well, I mean, it's in an uninhabited system near the border world, so, like, uh, good choice if you want to not be seen. Yeah, but it's, I mean, they, they went out of their way to hide this. I mean, even even at best, the high, at, at the highest speeds, it would still take, well, it would still take about 10 to 15 days from the nearest conduit. I mean, it is, they went out of their wow. way to be out of the way. And mm. there's nothing out there, no signal relays, nothing. If they are, they are in heavily encrypted and under under a uh, un, under a, a ghost a, <coughs> excuse me under a a, a ghost a, or fire a ghost firewall. It is if it's out there to be found, I cannot find it. Well, I know only about things about chips. So I'm going to look at this and see if anything sparks my interest. And she's going to go sit down somewhere and start pouring over what she found because mm -hmm. navigation or like finding, locating things. She's like, I'm, she's, I'm not going to make any help. So she's just going to go look at the ship and try to yeah. see what she can glean from that. Yeah. Um, Zaya stands up and she's finally setting down the coffee, seeming to finally admit defeat. Um, and walks over to the table and she says, look, there's got to be something. We can't go in there we, without anything. I mean, you expect us to just sort of to just go in without a plan and hope for the best? Wire, Wire just looks at her and says, of course I don't. She says, but I don't see how we're going to find any information from here. There's, we don't really have a lot of options and the we don't exactly have the benefit of time. This ship is moving soon. We don't know. We, we still don't know where it's going. Can we tail it? On quiet running mode? I thought about that, but the, the issue with that is that once they reach their destination, that's going. We can assume that that's going to be the highest security that uh, response of anywhere else along its trajectory. Honestly, it, the best bet is. I think our our best bet is to hit it sometime in transit. But that is. It's going to be a monumental task. We've done it small scale. Good practice. Yeah. Problem is without any without some form of powerful interdiction field there's no way to stop this thing once it's in once it's in transit so the best way is to track it i mean it's going to have to stop when it uh it's going to have to drop out of ftl whenever it approaches conduits so we can assume that going through the conduits when it when it drops out in, in the vicinity of one is probably going to be the best time to hit it but um, I'm sorry. I wish I remembered anything, but I don't. I don't know where they're going. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's more. It's 
infinitely more than we had yesterday, but basically what I'm what I'm trying to avoid is what's looking more and more like an inevitability, and that is that I'm going to have to send you in there completely blind. <laughs> that basically you're going to have to wing it. And that's... I'm, I'm pretty good at winging it. I also not a, enjoy winging it. Actually, not... if you ask my team, if you ask my teammates, um, if you could ask my... That's all I really do. It's not how I It's not how I operate. Well, if they're currently out of the way, solo takes time to get there. It would take us time to get there. But if we could push them to the point of dead in the water, they can't get help either. So if we could get them while they're still far enough away from immediate assistance. Zion. I mean, I we all, I fix ships as much as it pains me. I can also take them apart. Zion nods. Actually, that could work. I mean, if they're if they're moving soon, then and we don't have much time to waste, we can just go to the nearest conduit because we know that's where they're going to be going. They're going to have to drop out of FTL to go through it, so maybe we catch them while they're there. Do what we can to disable their their some of their systems. Long-range communications, uh, propulsion, that kind of stuff. Is there anything, why, is there anything that we could put together that could help put a dampen on that? I, I don't, I haven't looked at, I haven't asked the GM about the ship, what I've read yet, but like, is there, I don't know how fast it would regenerate, how much, how fast it would come back online, but is there anything you can do that, it's a big ship, I'm a small Orzai, that would help me. Wires, you can see Wire's face is sort of work like, um, like it's all you can almost see the gears turning as she's sort of thinking over this stuff. Like an EMP, but for specific systems. She says, "No, I don't have anything like that." But I can give Could you a. Could we make I can, something? I can give you a. I can give you a temporary, uh, uh, well, a temporary solution, which is uh, that might give you a just enough time to get in. A, a, a comms jammer might help, but for at least a short time. It'll get you in, it'll scramble their sensors a bit and make it even harder for them to, to tell that you're there, that anything has happened. It might give you the time that you need to get in and do more, uh, more permanent, a more permanent job. In the middle of that statement, Pina whirls around and says, Alma. <laughs> she, she looks up, what? Do you, hmm, wh what's the largest system you've connected to? Uh, Outside of Awakener. Probably, I mean, Sulan's comms and, uh, Traffic control? Why? This is going to be a really big ship. Do you think that's something you'd be able to help me out with? Just a few systems? Not all of it, obviously. Maybe, but I'm still going to be susceptible to any of any firewalls that they have in place. Uh, mm. I could it's a backup. Maybe. I could maybe, maybe cause a breach, but it's it'd be just a matter of time before... Uh, mm -hmm before they found me and maybe you don't actually have to take the systems offline maybe we can make them believe that there are systems offline mundane ones that they have to deal with while we a, a, a 
not necessarily a Trojan horse because we're not, that's not a reference I would make here in this time and space, but like <laughs> an ambush, a, a distraction. We get them focusing somewhere else and we get in a different way. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. These are the only things Caitlin knows about ships. No, that's, why are just not just, no, that's, that's good. I mean, we can't, without being physically on board, we can't take out any of their systems in any reliable and uh, covert way, but we can just bombard them with, 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 uh, gar with garbage signals and all kinds of just garbage data. And I mean, pro protocol at that point would, would dictate that they shut everything down and do a full system reboot. And that actually could be your window feel like making another virus yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I can, also an option i can do that okay so signal jammer um and she kind of thinks uh yeah i can i can write something brush fire protocol <laughs> so why how did you track the ship to where it is now how'd you find it Honestly, it was a lot of, it was, uh, a lot of guesswork and luck, and with input from the data that Taeon gave me, I just ran the same the same data sweep that I ran before, only this time with new, uh, new data points from, well, the future, I guess, um, things that I couldn't have known otherwise that helped me triangulate a signal and find the most likely candidate for its location. We knew it existed. You just needed a little bit more information. Needed some new reference points that I, that I had prior to Taeon arriving. I had no way of getting. But you don't know where they're going? No. That's information that I would could only get by hacking into their servers. And uh, like I said, there's if it's there, they, it's, they have it hidden well. I could try hacking reality a little bit. <laughs> Hack the planet. Okay. Um, what did you have in mind? Let me just let me just try something. Uh, and I'm gonna go kind of over where it's a little bit quiet. I, I know this is kind of a small place where we are, but I'm gonna kind of go where it's a little quieter. Um, and I'm gonna use premonition um, to try and learn one random fact about a location that is pertinent to a topic I designate. Um, so yeah, I'm basically just kind of going and closing my eyes and imagining um, kind of empty space, focusing on the ship, the information that Wire showed us, and then kind of seeing the, the area of space and kind of just letting the image come okay. to where they're headed. Um, so you... That's only two intellect points. That's <laughs> you reach my out edge eats them uh, and you, you start seeing just flashes of images things that your mind barely has time to comprehend as they're just sort of flashing past you um and then there's a moment where you focus on the the real-time image of the holographic ship that you've uh holographic image that you've seen you can you're seeing the ship itself and then suddenly you're that you focus in for a, for a split second and then suddenly it's that rushing of images again only this time the ship stays focused in your mind the ship stays focused and everything else is just rushing past you um you see 
periodically you find yourself stopping in unrecognizable star fields uh, and just sort of at one point you see stopping the ship passes through a conduit and once again just kind of a, a blur and then finally you see uh you see a structure in like in space that appears to be uh four um gosh what i forget what the term for this particular shape is but it's basically like essentially like pyramid with like that with no with flat top that it's basically like that um there are four of those uh towers that are pylons yeah basically is that the word like Maybe. obelisks or pylons <laughs> those are different vibes yeah no these are <laughs> no these are these are just like huge towers that you can that you can see even from this from this distance from the perspective of the of the ship that you sort of seem to be following um there there are four of them connected by several structures that go in between them um there are hundreds of other ships in the vicinity of it and as and what you and as you look beyond this ship that is utterly dwarfed by this massive structure in space uh you can see prominently featured on one of them just the silver break logo um on one of on one of the towers and while you don't recognize this as being a like headquarters of any kind of silver break it is certainly large enough to be um you've never seen nor heard of any any structure like this related to the core to the corpse um but you're seeing it and as you follow the ship in um, once again, like images blur past you, still focused on the ship, and suddenly you're no longer seeing the ship. At least at first, that's what it seems, and then you realize you are seeing it, but from a different perspective. You're seeing the inside of it um, as a docking corridor extends from the ship itself to the to the enormous towering structure in space. Uh, you can see various silver break. Uh, corporate security leading a line of individuals just bags pulled over their heads um, leading them through this this corridor Um, most of them shuffling along in a way that suggests that they are heavily sedated Um, and just in that moment you just sort of uh, you just sort of pull completely out of that vision but not before you note a a small uh plaque on the on the station side on the tower side of the docking corridor um that said that says um facility sb dash b72 a i'm yeah can you say that one more time yeah uh it's uh, it just says station uh, SB-B72A. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just going to kind of jerk, like not jerk, but just kind of open my eyes and turn back to everybody. Um, yeah, so, so we might be following them directly to a Silver Break headquarters. Um, and I'm going to describe everything that I saw in, in extreme detail. Um, Taeon, the description that Peach gives you um, is almost a perfect match 
for the facility that you and your team raided before to get you here. Uh, it is stable time loop, stable time loop, stable time. It is located, um, at least in your time, because it is mobile. It is located in your time, in the at the far edge of the galaxy, at the distant edge of corporate space. Facility SBB72A wire. She says, "That's definitely a silver break designation." Hold on, uh, and she starts like plugging away at the at the console. I think the moment you say that, um, Taylor's face just drops completely. Familiar. Bina then looks probably like whatever emotion you feel. Bina's like, oh, uh oh. <laughs> oh, what emotion you feel? I think could um, so, I think probably sorrow. Um, I think sorrow is probably like the best description I can think of. Yeah, if there's yeah. a snap, snap emotions catch Vina's attention very quickly. So she would be eyes on you, like, yeah. immediately. Yeah, more like he remembered something, or that mm-hmm. reminded him of something, and he just did not like the memory. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's the facility. That's the facility we, we raided, um, where they, were, they created the machine that could send people back. Um, yeah, when I, it's it's mobile. When when I raided it, it was on the other side, like right on the edge of corporate space. Um, I guess it could lead you there, but I have n- I don't know if it's gonna be there now. Um, Wire says doesn't matter anyway. She pulls up she pulls up the uh, the display, and you can see like. The only search result is like the mention of the fac- of the facility by the same by the by the name, and the rest of the document is redacted. <laughs> um, she says, "This is some top grade in- encryption here. I'm not gonna be able to get through this anytime soon. Certainly not soon enough to be able to help with what we're doing now. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still gonna do it just to find out anything we can about them, but." Well, we don't want to wait till it gets there. Yeah, Anyways. that's that's the only, that's yeah. kind of the warning. We can't let them get too close, wherever that is. I want them dead in the water, where they're not going to get help in time. Well, um, if we're doing this without info, I'll, I will say um, there. We definitely should get them before because. No offense to you guys, but my team was a lot more skilled than <laughs> all of you. And uh, yeah, a lot of them didn't make it. Zaya, Zaya gives, shoots you sort of a, a sympathetic look and then she says, and that's with the corpse at being with their backs against the wall. That's right so why I've been saying there aren't very many of us. So we have to do it when they don't have backup. Um Zaya looks over at Wire, uh, who looks back at her and Wire's eyes close and she's uh you can you get the sense that it's sort of like a wordless conversation just passed between the two of them. And Zaya just says, Come on. 
This is exactly what he does. And Wire says, fine, bring him in. And Zaya says, okay. And she, she like, reaches down to her terminal. And a, a moment later, you can see, like, a holographic image of Becker is being, like, basically, like, just chest up is being uh, projected next to the imagery that you're seeing. Um, Taeyeon, you, you, interestingly, you, you are actually familiar with Becker Shaw. Um, Becker oh. Shaw is a, is a key leader in the resistance during your time. Um, he's significantly younger here than you've ever seen him. Um, and, but... Uh, doesn't quite doesn't yet have the streaks of gray that are sort of um, permeating the uh, the curly red hair, but um, but the face is the same one that that you are familiar with. Um, she he's the display suddenly uh, comes to being. He says, "All right, Zaya's been filling me in on, on what you've got so far. So um, we're thinking a small a small strike." Is that what is that what's going is that the plan? And I put my head yes, out from behind everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, he you you see his eyes flick to you and he like notices you. You can see on his face like that he has taken full note of you, but then continues continues <laughs> speaking as he just says, "All right, well if it's a matter of breaching, that should be easy enough to do. I can get us inside easily without having to worry about any sort of hull sensors or uh, tripping any any." alarms from cutting through that's nice to hear and he he turn he turns to wire and speaking to the rest of you but you can see that he's making eye contact with her and he says i can he says i'll i'll leave my current location and i can i can rendezvous with you um before you make your way through the conduit to this region of space if you can pick me up here and uh you can see like uh, coordinates basically he like he looks down to his terminal and you can see port coordinates get beamed through um uh to you bina in particular um and he says you can pick me up here at this station and then we'll we'll go the rest of the way together what was the eta to this this location that we thought these border worlds location how long do we think it would take us to get there from where from where we are right now. From where you are right now, um, yeah. Probably be about three days, and then, but then it would be a, an additional for Awakener. It'd probably be about another twelve days or so from the conduit to where the ship is departing from. Yes. But yes. But you don't need to make that trip. That part of the trip you don't need to make because you're trying to. You're basically you're trying to hit it before it goes through the conduit. So, mm -hmm. and since that's the only one in that region, you know it's definitely going there. So we want to go like ASAP. Yeah, Wire says. I mean, I can says, I can probably I can try to tap into that conduit's network and try to create some delays, give you widen the window for you. Mm. Um, but even still, you're not going to have much time. Everything has to be perfect. You want to give give me a little bit of time to go through this ship spec, see if we can come up with anything. That might help us if there's any assistance you can give us to take with us or and then we go uh she nods and says yeah that that could be useful but some of that stuff might have to be done on the way so just mm -hmm. as for me i just need she you can see she does some quick mental calculations she says 
give me about half a day and I can give you what it, what we've discussed already, the jammer and the uh, the brush fire protocol. Cool. I'm gonna um I point at um Wyatt's like mechanical arm. Mm -hmm. Is that still hurting? She looks at you and for a moment, like you involuntarily take a step back. Um it's not that her look is particularly like angry or or fearsome but there's just something in her eye when she looks at you that just gives intensity. makes just like this intensity that just makes you take a step back for a second she just says i'm okay i'm just just asking because i did kind of speed you up last time without giving you a warning and i feel like that might have been my fault i'm sorry about that uh her face briefly softens and she says it's not your fault this uh it happens. Okay. Well, I was also going to ask, would you like me to speak to you up? She says, no, but I also don't think we have a lot of a, a lot of choice right now. So. Okay, then. So, yeah, I place a hand on her shoulder, and then I kind of erupt into, like, just for a second, it's like uh, flames, but like the Northern Lights kind of flames, and then they all divert onto her, mm -hmm. and then extinguish, and then she just... Yeah, she's just. I don't know how many times fast exactly. Doesn't say give exact amount, but she's a lot faster. Yeah, she is just suddenly not there. Uh, you can see just sort of like the streak uh, that she leaves behind of that sort of aurora-like uh, trail that she just leaves behind her. She is immediately back in, into her nook as she is uh, working. Um, Becker sort of takes a moment and just looks 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 at Taeon with some like with curiosity he says nice trick he says anyway I'll meet you in a, I'll meet you in a few days you soon it's a shot out and then just the communication cuts okay I want to learn everything I can learn about this ship okay um I'm trying to see if I have I don't think I have any abilities that assist I'm not going to make you make a roll on this one cuz it's pretty it's pretty easy to go through these specs. A lot of them are basically this is a um modified cruiser, I believe. I'll have to double check that, but I think I believe this is essentially like the 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 base frame of the of the ship is a is cruiser. Um Is this the same size as the capital ship we woke up on? No, wait, no, the capital ship wait. Yeah. Was the capital ship the one that glassed Eos, or was that the one we were on? It's the one that. Okay, so there were two. There was there was the. Yeah, one, I know. That's why I don't yeah, remember which. There was, was the one that you were on, and then the other yes. that. I don't know if we said this actually, actually, but I know it's something that would have happened. Is that you would have identified it later as. Um, uh, it's very telling that the first the first name that came to mind was Elon Musk, but that's not the name <laughs> I'm talking about. That's Ooh, not the name I here. Um, Damien Ellis's personal flagship, the Silverfall. Okay, you had the flagship, and then we woke up on a capital ship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. I've written here: escape to Atmos, capital ship wrecks and explodes. Okay. Cool. So, how comparable is this to that? Um. To sorry. To which one? The one you woke up on. To modified cruiser. The one I'm looking at now. So the it, one I'm researching. Okay. Sorry. What are what are the two that you were comparing? <laughs> The one we woke up on okay. to the one we're about to get. They are basically the same. They, I mean, they, they appear to be built on the same frame. Um, bad vibes. Bad vibes all around. Yeah. 
Although, I will say that the one that you are looking at right now is a little smaller than the one that you woke up on. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I want to know. Yeah, it's not quite. Like, significantly or just, like, a little bit? No, it's a little bit. Like, they're definitely within okay. the same size class of vessel. But, okay. yeah. But, yeah, this one's, this one is, like, a little bit less. So, if the other one was, like, the like large enough to be kind of, like, like the size of probably the largest um the largest uh like skyscrapers on Anzalon Prime um this one is maybe closer to like the smallest skyscrapers on on Anzalon Prime so there's like they're within the same category but they're like polar opposite ends of it basically okay small skyscraper Mm -hmm. got it (laughs) yep small skyscraper okay I won't make you, like, give me, like, specs or anything, but, like, is this a ship that Bean is familiar with? Have I done work on this type of ship before or something similar? You probably haven't worked on a ship of this frame because mostly these are generally the types of frames that are used in, like, either, like, enormous, like, uh, fuck, uh, enormous uh, cargo transports, Mm -hmm. um, which is generally not the type of ship that Bina tended to work on. Mm -hmm. Um just because Station 23 didn't have the facilities to house them anyway. Um, yeah. But uh, basically, like, yeah, these are, these are like, you were probably familiar with them, in, uh, like, in theory, more than, like, okay. with any practical hands-on experience with them. But, like, I at least recognize the type of ship. Mm-hmm. I could find those specs online. Right. Online. Yeah. Okay. I would like to do that. <laughs> yeah. And, like... And there's... The thing... The only problem with that is that there's no guarantee that what you're going to find there is going to mm-hmm. match... Be a perfect match. But mm-hmm. it's... It'll get you close enough. Like, it'll give you at the very least... Familiar. Yeah. yeah. It'll, at the very least, it'll give you some of the commonalities, such as, like, engine location. Like, engineering location. And, like, yeah. the... You know, all that important stuff. Mm-hmm. Where are the most recent recalls? Like, what part... Like, yeah. the, like that... <laughs> Like yeah. Lena's gonna do like f- like she loves this shit the like flaw in the death trap or in the <laughs> Death Star death trap. <laughs> yeah, but not that. I'm not. I'm not looking for like the the loose scale on the dragon's belly, but like <laughs> just like the just I want to be as familiar as possible because mm-hmm. this is something that she would probably do for fun. Like you know, like Wikipedia rabbit hole. Yep. Like I feel like she does that with like ship types sometimes. Oh god, <laughs> like, I just had this image of like Bina doing this research during this time, but also like periodically stopping pulling up tabs to like look at different things that aren't related ones, at all uh-huh. um i feel like alma has to come by everyone's home like taffer and be like she's like right 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 she like closes all of them and goes back to like the, this the point that... yeah like at one point fina just point just like oh my god did you see that they upgraded the frame on the on the on the x75 and the and almost like fina right no not important no, no, then... that one not important i'll look at it later <laughs> we have three days of travel it's fine yeah <laughs> She, you know what she does is she starts saving like web page web pages to mm-hmm. her terminal that she for, for re, light reading on the, <laughs> over the next couple of days. Yeah. yeah. And- she spends some time trying to just like this ship ships that are similar known modifications. Mm-hmm. Like she's kind of like doing this spy- she wants to do this spider web to kind of just like Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm good at. I gotta be really good at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Here's That's what I'm my, here's yeah. what I'm, here's what I'm gonna tell you then. That um any uh because of this, because of you're doing this, any checks that you make um, in re- that are related to like the operation uh, of the of the ship itself of that of that ship, yes. uh, you can treat Hell as yeah. having an asset on those. So Hell yeah, yeah. 
I'll make a note because I will forget yes. if it doesn't yep. happen this session. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else anybody wants to do, like in terms of preparation here? I think hmm. nothing to do preparation, but I think Taeon is unusually quiet now. He just sitting, just seems to be deep in thought, just absolutely silent. Um, seeing as it's probably pretty no noticeable, I'm gonna go sit <laughs> kind of by him and just kind of chill unless he wants to like start talking. Mm -hmm. Nah, he doesn't even notice you sat next to him. He's just, yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit next to you and start kind of like reading the news again and see if there's anything weird. I'm gonna give, uh, jade some safety tips on 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 firearms mm -hmm. okay <laughs> Since oh my god he's probably carrying a, a weapon of some kind or maybe not i don't remember he has attempted to do so in on previous occasions luckily it was just desiree that he was doing <laughs> yes. but but he let's put it this way uh it is almost physically painful for mason watching jade handle any kind of firearm. <laughs> so, yeah. Th during this during this time, you and you and Jade have a little bit of this, and Jade goes, "Oh, oh, that's really good. No, okay, yeah, yeah, it is good. And um, you never when you're you see the you see the chamber there. Uh huh. Yeah. It's empty. Mm -hmm. How do you know? Be because, uh... You gotta check it. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Yep, you gotta check it. Gotta check. Make sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, and make sure the muzzle's facing the floor, too. He lowers it. <laughs> right. And you never... Never put your finger on the trigger. Yes. That one, you that one I knew. I knew that one. That's important. Yeah. Um... Here. And let me see it real quick. Mm -hmm. he, he hands it to you. And uh, kind of just looks it over and like to, I'm sure Mason has a few others he probably collected <laughs> over the course of, pull, gets gets one that's probably more his handling and takes yeah. the, un, unloads it, see how I'm doing that, and takes the clip out and empties everything and, and puts the clip back in and hands it empty. Now just practice what you know without anything in there. I'll say just for the sake of this that that Sedona is is kind of has been watching this whole thing and like she just looks at you she says do you think I can try? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, yeah, she she takes one she takes a hold of it and see, like it looks awkward in her hands. Um but and but just as you're about to like go and explain suddenly you watch as she like right in front of you just starts deconstructing the whole thing in front of you. And then puts it back together, right there. And she just looks up at you and says, "Sorry, you you showed me that. Well, you were going to." Oh. Uh. Well. That's cool as hell. <laughs> it's um. Very sick. It's good to know that I'm actually good at teaching this stuff. I guess. <laughs> she nods. She says, "You definitely would have been." <laughs> uh, and. Jade is just like watching her and like he's just like mouth just completely open and he's like wow 
Uh, I can't even really do that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Not that fast. And she just sort of taps wow. her head. She says, Nelfin adaptability. It helps sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> That's really impressive. Thanks. It's actually how I, how I knew how to... She kind of looks suddenly very, very embarrassed. And she says, it's actually how I knew how to break into your ship. <laughs> that <laughs> makes sense. Alma slams the table at like in front, and she's like, "I knew it! I knew that o- that you couldn't have gotten through on your own." <laughs> and she, uh, Sedona just shrugs and she says, "She says not with. I mean, no offense, but not without me knowing it." And Sedona nods. She says, "Yeah, I." Let's just," she says. "I mean, some of the, some of the, a couple of the dock workers in that area where you were keeping Awakener. It's probably better that we moved it from there because they they know a few things. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Jade, after after, or actually, I'll say that." this after Jade makes you, Mason, promise that you'll continue working on it uh, in transit. Um, Jade goes back to helping Bina look over some of this stuff, some of the, like the ship specs and things like that. Oh yeah, I want I want Jade to have probably not the same rabbit hole knowledge that Bina does, but I think Bina would insist, like, maybe would put together, like, a let's be real, pretty choppy, like, at a glance list like she would just find things that were important and just start chucking them like onto a onto a text document just to like make sure she's like okay she loves to read all of it but even she can recognize that not all of it's relevant so she <laughs> for everyone's sake but like specifically for jade so mm-hmm. that we have like a cheat like a cheat sheet <laughs> yeah cool <clears throat> all right um so uh at the end of this this period of time um wire uh, comes back out of the um, of her little nook as she steps over to the table and um, places two um, two devices on the table. One is one is a is a uh, data disc that she sets on on the table, and she says, "This one is the brush fire protocol. Um, I've written in some some codes that should make it compatible with your systems." She nods to Alma. And she hands that over. She says, "And this is the signal jammer that I reprogrammed for um, for this this class of ship. So it should buy you about it. Sh- it probably won't buy you more than fifteen minutes, but should be ex- enough. Extend that extend that out maybe another five with the brush fire protocol. And honestly, that the brush fire protocol is more for uh, once you're already on the ship, but." to you know evade security systems and whatnot just the problem with that one is that just like the one that just like the one that i had zaya install on on the ship that was carrying you it's going to have to be placed physically taken to to the ship's mainframe can hmm, i guess that wouldn't be a question for wire from what i've read so far is there will we have to be on the bridge for that or can i do it from okay cool no um yeah no you wouldn't have to do that wire just sort of puts her hands on the table and just seems to like just exhales and you can see as as her her straight dark hair just sort of falls uh and kind of in curtains around her face as she looks down at the table 
And she looks back up and she says, We're only going to get one shot at this. Make a count. She looks over at Zaya. And again, you can get you get the sense that there's that sort of like wordless communication that passes between them. And Zaya just shakes her head. She says, "It's better this way." And um, Bina, you feel like a, a like just a brief flash of of irritation from Wire at that, and then it gradually fades away to resignation. And she just says, "I know. I just." can't help but feel like I would be more help if I was with you. Zaya shakes her head and says, no. You, we need you here. We definitely need you here. Why are not? Okay. Well, she glances over her, sh- her shoulder where the professor's sort of just standing um, kind of watching over all the proceedings and he nods he says they'll be fine and I'll be here to help with whatever you need she nods and says well then no time like the present and she says she looks <laughs> at Taeyeon and says no offense Untaken. my present but anyway um Zaya then just sort of uh, swings her long coat over her shoulder and holsters her pistol and she says, well, what are we waiting for? Let's do this thing. All right. Um, and as you make your exit, um, stepping over to uh, m- walking across across the city to where Awakener is currently uh, docked, that is where we're going to take our break. Um I have a great feeling about this. Oh boy. I feel great about this. I think we prepped very well. <laughs> yeah, our, our 20 minutes of prep was <laughs> solid. Yeah, perfect. We exactly. did it. Um, all right, so we're going to go ahead and take a break, uh, probably about 10 minutes or so, and we will be back here. Odds and ends, thank you so much for the birthday wishes. Um, happy birthday, Lucas. Hey, hey Lucas. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday. birthday. Hey, Lucas. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, Lucas. Happy birthday. 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 You bring right. out a cake, but then you can't eat it because you're far away. But hey, we can we'll just eat Lucas it here and tell cake. you how it tastes. I have no way of knowing. That's Lucas true. Is Everything a is a cake these days. So Everything is cake. Everything is I cake. have not seen him in almost a year. He could be a cake. That's very true. Oh. You never know. <laughs> I was going to check a Gen Con, but I can't now. So he it's, gets to be a cake it, when for you just year. When you've just met somebody, it's socially unacceptable, unacceptable to, to try check any methods, to any methods yeah. of yeah. determining whether or not somebody is cake. So... Yeah. Are you a baked good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need you to take one for the team. We need to get down there and check, check Got it. Tomorrow. Yeah. 
You show you leave and show up on stream. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. That works too. No, doctor, I had to violate social distancing. I had to check if my to. friend I was a cake. I needed to know if he was cake. You don't understand. Oh no. Anyway. So happy birthday, Lucas. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Lucas. Uh, Unconfirmed if cake. Uh yes. Um I just I just just as a last derailment here, I say optimistically. Um, <laughs> I, I can't help but think of like you know like uh, like homestarrunner dot com, the Teen Girl Squad. It's like, the cake one. <laughs> anyway, the cake one. That's I'm the cake one. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Getting back into the game. <laughs> a really great plan. Oh, okay. <laughs> Going to be yeah. perfect. The absolutely well flawless out. plan. Um. All right. When we left off, the crew of Awakener, along with new arrival Taeon, uh, were just about to depart. Honorary crew. Honorary crew. Uh, we're just about to depart uh, Sulon to rendezvous with Becker um, and before going through the conduit, where they would attempt to uh, ambush the carrier that, they, that houses all of these... Um, supers that are being held by super su, sil, super super the words are hard silver break super super subaru yes subaru <laughs> is transporting <laughs> transporting the supers uh it's actually superu it's a it's a new car anyway <clears throat> line of spaceship jesus i bailed out of that i, I went, bailed out of that I lesbians weird. yeah i went completely yeah, weird the lesbians are fond of it yeah. there's a character called subaru in like anime. Like, an anime? <laughs> anime 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 yeah so mm-hmm. that's um uh where we left off, they were you. You were all just getting back onto Awakener, uh, where I think it is appropriate that we have a small scene um, as you are arriving on the ship. As Abriel, mm-hmm. who has um, for the last like basically since the previous night, was uh, once again accompanied by Patch. Um, Abriel is now. Uh, seemingly having been granted uh the ability to move around the vessel with patch closely watching um is now in the in the hold of the ship as you all make your way up and she says so patch says we're leaving soon going after this after my sister mm-hmm. she nods she says good i who is that and when uh, he says, "I'd like turn around, like you know how we like oh. strays, Abriel." I do. Taeon, introduce yourself to our very friendly <laughs> doctor. Hi, I'm Taeon. Um, oh, I'm from the future. She seems to like take a moment, process that information. Just sure, okay. Uh, she says. Welcome aboard, Bina I guess. turns and says, we've been taking a lot of things in stride recently. <laughs> Abriel just sort of nods and just says, oh, yeah, you have no idea. Uh, and she just she says, okay. Um, well, I'll get the med bay ready. I assume this is going to go horribly wrong. And she just turns and doesn't kind of just Thanks. heads back towards the uh, towards the med bay. And we got upgrades in the med bay. Yes, correctly? that is yes. correct. Mm-hmm. Did we do the 
wow, words. The quarters? Yes, quarters. So basically at this point, everybody has their own now. Ooh. Um, Look at us. As, we come back and it's remodeled. Yeah, like we've been gone basically. for a few days. Bina's been working hard. Like a TikTok like renovation video. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's obsessed oh, with yeah. TikTok like I am. but. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think Amethyst Cat Lady can give you a run for your money in the TikTok <laughs> obsession. Uh. <laughs> oh, this is not related mm-hmm. and not important at all. But during our month long uh, break here, did we ever get to go for a walk with Patch or did they decide they didn't want to do that? Because we had talked about briefly that if they wanted to get off the ship and go, we would go with them so that they wouldn't feel as nervous because they would have organics on their side interestingly the the interesting thing about that is that um while they were wary for the first few days eventually um there was one day where basically like patch insisted on on going back to awakener at the end of the day to keep an eye on Mm -hmm. abriel um and with nobody else heading in that direction patch just went by themselves by themselves uh and they basically like from that moment on became like almost like instantly comfortable with like nice. like basically taking we are getting over our agoraphobia today <laughs> folks everybody we got on but we got patch we are doing it. <laughs> yeah but like essentially like that first that first experience of moving uh alone through the streets of sulan seemed to alleviate any reassure. further yeah alleviate their their apprehensions as well as reassure them and just sort of uh to the point where like you're not entirely sure if they ever like went off and wandered by themselves mm-hmm. but you you know that there were times when they were gone for significant periods of time where they mm-hmm. might have been just on awakener and they might have been wandering it's impossible to tell and patch certainly didn't so yeah um because there were multiple people who were nervous about it being a loudly and often offered to go on walks with people like to anybody even to people who like would be fine on their own like yeah. just so that like no one would feel bad about wanting to go for a walk but you know you know always wants to go on a walk mm-hmm. like so you can ask me <laughs> if you want to go i'll go with you See, <laughs> like Al- alma is, is probably one of the one of the few people who actually like took you up on that mm-hmm. but it was for it was for her <laughs> yeah but the thing about alma yeah. is that she rarely got past like got she didn't ever get comfortable enough to like leave mm-hmm. the relatively deserted streets in, in, in yeah. the vicinity of your apartment um so like there's a lot of people who have been cooped up for a really long time mm-hmm. and we need to make sure they get out yeah. occasionally so yeah over the month that was kind of yeah and yeah. also okay. in, I just also in the game like. as well um so <laughs> i'm happy to go on walks with anyone as well <laughs> Bina and i went on Peach I, can... I went on a walk every day this week you guys it was really nice. Hey. That's so nice. Anyway. It's been 103 degrees oh, here. Oh, oh, oh no. Oof. Anyways, I just want to know if Patch sure. wanted to walk. That was my bad. But right now, as you are all um, getting resettled, as you've brought... So essentially, like, you haven't, like, moved back on to, to Awakener because you didn't have the time for that. But you've, like, mm-hmm. grabbed your, like, bags and stuff, like, whatever was... The essentials. Had. Yeah, essentials and stuff like that. Um, and basically everybody planning on coming back to Sulon after this was all over anyway. So, um, so, <laughs> so as everybody's starting to settle back in, Taeon, you're just sort of standing in the hold, this kind of cavernous space within the, the belly of Awakener as you're just sort of looking around at 
what is in your time a legendary vessel um one that is was frequently seen as a uh a herald of hope during your time during um some of the darker times that preceded a a, a fair bit of your um your cognizant life <laughs> mm-hmm. figure what you're feeling He's definitely staring a lot. Um, yeah, I know you're going to ask. <laughs> um, I think there's a little bit of excitement. Uh, like a fanboy who just <laughs> met his met his idol. Um, yeah, but I think, I also think he's, a, he's also dreading what's to come. He's dreading it and just very, very anxious. Um, Plus all the other peripheral emotions from different times, but, yeah. but like, yeah, the prominent ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think at some point he probably just sits down, stares around a bit, and just like flicks through his um computer, um, like wrist computer. Yeah, just staring at uh, after pictures. A, yeah, after a while, as like checks are being made, um, you you've seen Jade pass in and out of the hold several times as he's like as he like um basically like flicking back and forth through like various uh displays checking to make sure that all of the uh um i forget what they're called the term for these but essentially the the parts of the ship that hold down like hold down any of like the loose cargo any of those mm-hmm. like um restraints fasteners w- words are hard it's a word down the hatches. it's a word like that basically mm-hmm. making like looking at the displays making sure that they're all going and then basically in and out doing various checks as everybody sort of um falls into what seems to be a pretty uh, familiar routine pretty quickly in spite of the month away from it all. Um, but at one point, as you're just sort of sitting there, um, Jade passes through and like stops on his way back out. And he just, uh, he, he, he steps over. He says, he looks around as he's standing there near you. And he just says, it's pretty cool. Isn't it? The ship. Yeah. A little bit. Still kind of vintage. By my standards, but <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. That's so weird. I mean, because to us, this is like, I mean, this is maybe one of the nicest ships I've ever seen or even heard of, I guess, that wasn't, you know, didn't belong to some big, rich, fancy guy or something. Yeah. What did, what did you guys find this oh well i wasn't there when they found it but they were well actually they were on a ship very much like the one we're going towards right now and awakener was there too um Mm. along with along with alma but we didn't know that then yeah no i I remember that part apparently you didn't know she was a person no for long for for a long time even she thought she was uh she was like an advanced ai or something Oh, God. Okay. Um, yeah. That's got to be I mean, a weird thing to wake up to. <laughs> Surprise, you're a person. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you you don't have to stay here. I mean, you can you can wander if you want. No, I'm. I think I'll look around after. Okay. When everyone's not doing something, I don't want to get in the way. Eh, 
I mean, there aren't that many of us on here. You probably won't won't be in the way if you want to look around. But if you, I mean, if you want, I'm about to go to the to the engine room and do and run some some checks, and uh, you can come with me if you want. I mean, or you could stay here. That's fine too. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to. No, I'll, I'll come. I know nothing about engines. Oh, okay. I'm gonna explain some stuff to you. Um, oh. Well, I mean, it's it's just as much for me as it is for you, because I mean, I don't expect you to take anything away from it necessarily. It's just I heard I somewhere won't. that that sometimes in order to get good at something, the best way of getting better at something is to teach it to somebody else. So I'm I'm gonna, yeah. Okay. Okay. Show me the ropes. Okay, come on. And he like pulls up pulls up his terminal and just starts like rattling off a bunch of in a very Bina like way. Starts rattling off a bunch of like stuff about the ship in no particular order. Um, like father, like daughter. His terminal station is completely like he has no clue what's happening. He's just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah in in the hall in the corridor as you're making your way to the engine room you pass sedona who like smiles at, at at jade and then looks at you and gives you this sort of knowing grin and then just kind of smiles and nods and just, and then just keeps walking past you uh <laughs> um meanwhile up in the uh up in the cockpit bina you're you're just you're sitting you and alma are sitting uh, pilot and co-pilot just flipping flipping switches running through all the pre-flight checks um diagnostic city yeah double checking um and alma's looking over she says everything looks good from here actually i mean i don't know what you did but everything seems to be running about five percent more efficiently than it was before which is impressive considering you had added new stuff oh i'm so excited to fly this we have not i haven't flown it since we did the upgrades and I was a little nervous, but everything connected pretty good. It's going to be really fun. Oh, and I haven't flown this ship in a month and a half, two months. How long has it been? I don't even know, but I was worried it was going to, obviously she's not going to get rusty because she's a nice new ship, but like dusty a little bit, but also, no, everything's good. Also, she's covered in this warehouse and mm-hmm. on a, inside of an asteroid in space. Bina just kind of like puts all four arms like over the front of it and says, I didn't want her to think I forgot about her. (laughs) And just kind of like pats, pats the uh, front consoles. Alma chuckles and just, um, thanks for the raid. Thank you so much for the raid, friends who roll dice. Ah, Hello, welcome. Hey guys. (laughs) Gonna need to tell me about the one shot later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so you, um, you Alma just just smiles and uh, just probably Bina is unaware of it as you are just sort of like um, joyfully fiddling flipping with fiddling with yeah. things. Um, Peach at one point, as, I'll, I'll say that as you are just sort of standing in the in the in the entrance of the of the cockpit, you watch as Bina is just sort of like excitedly excitedly flipping switches and starting to like bring Awakener online, and you see Alma is just like her gaze hasn't moved. She's just like smiling. Uh, you can see just sort of in profile. You can see her smiling, watching Bina just sort of uh, go through everything. Um, uh, home sweet home. <laughs> uh, back to basics. <laughs> 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 um, and with that, I think um, Mason, as you begin settling yourself in, I'll say we'll like we'll kind of speed this up and as. Mason, you settle yourself in at the. Uh, actually, tell where where would you like to be? 
Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. I actually go to my sleeping quarters. The brand new sleeping quarters. The brand new sleeping quarters. And I'm going to give it some sweet attention and I'm going to organize stuff. I'm going to kind of do a little bit of dusting. I'm going to place, I'm going to like double check where I put like a lighter a certain way. I'm going to adjust it. And as I enter, I take off my fedora and I kind of just toss it at a, at a hat loop and it catches hopefully i don't know <laughs> i'm not gonna make you roll for that <laughs> so yes and i and i kind of just like i don't know what time it is too what time is it at this point by this point it's probably about the equivalent of like on sulan since there isn't really like a day night cycle on yeah, sulan true. it's probably the equivalent of like mid-afternoon hmm. yeah i just kind of put in gonna do some cleaning and i'm gonna kind of look at my little wrist computer and i'm going to say play me something uh smooth <laughs> all and right i'm gonna pour myself a little little shot of whiskey and just kind of sm smell it and kind of just relax while i clean a little bit all right sounds good so with everybody in their respective places um bina you f get the final the final okays from jade in the engine room um <clears throat> and alma confirms she, she turns and from to, and looks at you from the co-pilot seat and she says all systems are green for takeoff Ooh, this is probably a like level of excitement that is like breached <laughs> and like anyone within anyone in the room with her is probably feeling you know getting excited to fly the ship like she got a little she got a little bit out of her system with the uh hovercraft that mm -hmm. we got to mess around with and like update like that's great but this is like this is like the big ship. This is like big upgrades to an already really nice ship that she hasn't gotten a chance to fly yet. So this is like, whoa, like really high levels of excitement. So All right. being a kind of double hand, two, two handed cracks your knuckles that word and says, let's go. You know, do you want us to launch, do launch music? You can play whatever you want. I'm having the time of my life right now. <laughs> she is. We haven't even left the ground yet. <laughs> I want to pull up like really epic launch music. <laughs> yeah. So the the ship may not have taken off yet, but Bina certainly has. Uh, Bina has. Yeah. Bina has left the atmosphere. Uh, Woo! <laughs> yeah, she's ready. She's All ready right. to go. So she as gets us ready. with she's the final takeoff, with the final confirmations from from engineering and and from the co-pilot station, um, Awakener takes off and exits through the now open roof of the warehouse um, as you take off from Sulan and begin your journey. Um, so uh, you can feel that that sort of, that same familiar soaring sensation that you always get, Bina, that is a combination of the ship's um, of the ship's movement and that sort of, you know, butterflies in the stomach feeling and also like your own just uh, ever-present excitement for piloting vessels you you can time to fly yeah you receive the confirmation back from the uh from sulan's flight control system um that basically clears you for an exit lane and you fall following the um the path laid out ahead of you uh probably only a minute or two later you are uh exiting from the exterior the ex the exterior shafts of sulan's um uh, contained atmosphere within the hollowed out asteroid. Yes, yes. Um, can I? I can't. Can we quiet running this whole trip, or is that like? Does that take more fuel? I don't remember how that how we decided that works. You, you can do it, except 
jumping like jumping to to FTL it automatically drops you out of it. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so we, yeah, we go to FTL then as soon as it's yeah <laughs> it's safe enough to do so. Yeah. We'll save we'll save quiet riding for the other side of the conduit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just where it is probably most effective. Um but yeah, so during this uh this period of time, anything that we wanna quickly any scenes anybody wants to quickly montage through since you are now uh in transit. You have about three days before you have to before you can before you meet the rendezvous for um mm-hmm. for Becker. Um, does and, hmm? does um Taeon have his own place, the room? Um, technically no, but the the if you recall, one of the things that we did that that Bina did is didn't remove entirely the uh, the previous uh, the old bunks. Yeah, the old the old bunks. Um, they've just been moved down a deck to where they they would fit, and so basically now there's like a there's essentially like kind of like a barrack style like there's there's like individual cubbies within like a kind of collective living area and it is now that now that most of the crew of awakener has their own quarters it is basically empty at the moment so taeon kind of has it to himself for the most part in that case yeah taeon would be down there um trying to make himself comfortable um he's probably so i think i don't know how how his computer, computer um, wrist computer would interface with the, temp- <laughs> the tech here, but I think he's probably like very solemnly, I guess, um, putting up photos of uh, I'd say crew members, but just one crew member seems to be there, um, and just kind of staring at it. Um, all that like weird take like nervous energy he usually has he just gone just very leveled out and just staring at it yeah um unless Taeon had expressed that he wanted to be alone i actually did want to go talk to him for a second okay so, so we'll say that he, peach this is this yeah. is this is how you find him you find him with uh, a couple of photos pulled up um on his display um as you enter just sort of very gently knocking on the on the wall um, hey, can I come in, Taeon? The moment you do that, he just quickly has <laughs> everything. He's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk in. If it was someone else, I might have done the knock open, but because we don't know each other that well, you know, she waited until you said to come in. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What's up? You have any more time traveler questions? <laughs> um, no, I think I maybe wore you out on that already. Um, I just, I know that this Entropis is your rival. So I was wondering if you had any tips, insight, if we do end up facing him on that ship, unfortunately, which hopefully won't happen, but it's a factor that we haven't really talked about. So, yeah, um, I mentioned it earlier. I don't plan. I just hope for the best. But have um, you noticed any in in your interactions with them? Have you noticed any, you know, weaknesses or how did you? I mean, have have anyone in the resistance fought them before? Um, he's very it's easy to get on his nerves. Um, Short tempered. Yeah, 
short okay. temper, easy to tease. Um, I, I make fun that. of him all the time. That kind of gets on his nerves sometimes. Um, other than that, just don't let him touch you. I don't know if he's gotten any better with his powers, but I know for a fact that if he touches you, that's enough to decay you, I guess, essentially. Okay. Stay far away. Good to know. Um, thanks. No problem. Do you need anything on the ship? We have more pillows. We have food. We have... Um, Mason has whiskey. Oh, no, I don't. The last time I drank, I lost about a month. Oh, yeah, you lost a month. Yeah, uh, don't drink in time, it's... basically. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine that would work out very well. Did you ever find it? Um, I mean, I usually can't go back that far, so I've never tried to. I think the only way I could is to drink again, and I won't know what way I would travel if I did that. So I just lost that month, I guess. It was fine. It wasn't a birthday month or anything, so it was, it was good. Okay. Elite month. Yeah. Great. Well, if you do need anything, just find me. And Are you okay? You seemed a little shaken earlier. He definitely takes a moment. Um, <laughs> honestly, um, no. I'm really not okay. I'm trying to distract myself with um, Nurse Watt, and it wasn't really helping. Um, I miss everyone. Not miss like I can come home to them because I might not be able to. You you miss the people who were there before everything was changed. Yeah. And then like he pulls up some photos and like he points at the different faces in them. I don't know any of these people. The people I know just stopped existing. And the one I do know, and he points out one of the oars eyes, who you can see is like the film, like the concert thing in all the photos. Mm -hmm. She, I saw her, I saw her die right before sending me here now. Um, she's my fiance was my fiance um, so like we I need this to go right because if it doesn't I don't know what to do Well, one, it'll go right. Two, I'm so sorry that's the last thing that you saw before seeing us. 
but if you can travel back in time and you're here with us, I mean, who's to say that when you go back, things will be the same as when you left them? We don't know what'll change. I'm just hoping the right things do. I mean, I, I'm not an expert on time travel or timelines or anything like that, but um, I think that if you, you're here with us for a reason. I mean, you were interrupted in your travels and I, I do believe that you were, you were brought here with us for a reason. And I think together we can make sure you have a future worth going back to. Hopefully better than when you left it. Hey, if they can send a time traveler back to fuck with things, maybe we can do some fucking with things too. Oh, boy, I, I see why you're the legendary speaker of the group. Um, I just yeah. tell people what they want to hear. <laughs> I mean, it worked. It works. No, I, I, I mean it though. I, I. Have you, you know, you, you know how Bina took us off seamlessly, like it was, it was, like we were just walking across the street. Yeah. Yeah. So she flies like that. She's amazing. We all kind of do our own things as well as Bina can fly that ship. Oh, I'm, well, I can already tell that you're an amazing speaker. I'm looking forward to seeing what else you guys can do. Hopefully, it um, goes a little bit better than our last stealth mission. What happened but, on your... Uh, but no, it, it'll, go, it'll go great. It'll go great. Um, yeah. Do you want to show... Do you want to do something or do you want to show me some more funny pictures? Do you have any funny ones? Um... I have a few that I do remember. And then he starts, it just starts pulling up. I want to see like a slideshow, like embarrassing college photos. Like, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I think part, part way through is like, uh, so he points out to Ozai. Her name is Ada Spricks. Oh. Uh, she was like, she's the cute name coder, I guess, of our group. Great with, not great with mechanics, great with coding, though. We could have um, used her on this trip. Oh god, I would not mind sending her back. I feel like she'd do a better job than I'm doing. Hey, I mean, you have really helped Jade out with the the doctor. What? Or sorry, the nurse. What? I'm sorry, I'm not super familiar with the show. Um, the nurse. What? Um, wiki updates. I'm sure you're you're giving him a lot of. Wait, good hold on. Wait, wait. He's pinning it on wiki. No. <laughs> You know, he's gonna run up. He's gonna run up to find it. <laughs> and that's how that conversation ends. Um, I I would like for both of you to take uh to, to um gain an XP for that. <laughs> that was that was so good. Excellent. Um, that name is excellent, by the way. <laughs> for a coder, mm -hmm. love it. <laughs> Wait, what was your name again? Say it again. I want to write it down. Ada Spricks. 
Oh, hello. Literally last week, I was like, hey, I need a name for an alien. Anyone? I just tweeted it out. And sent <gasps> oh, it. I saw that. That's what <laughs> yeah. it was for. <laughs> I have a bunch of names here. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> um, or as I name conventions are extremely fun. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Um, all right. So with that, um, are anybody else have specific scenes they want to they wanna play out at the moment? I don't really have a scene per se, just like the being at like heightened, probably for the first hour or so of the trip, Bina is like fully walking like back and forth, like she always does, but like with fervor, like back and forth mm -hmm. between the, the uh, bridge and the uh, engineering room, just to like checking everything. Like she knows it's working. She just likes to see it. And I like now that it's like got upgrades, like it's kind of cool. And like for like the first hour, like she still is like the containment breach excitement. So if anyone passes her in the hallway, they get like a serotonin boost for a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> hell yeah. Sure, we all need it. <laughs> yeah. Or you get like her, her like excitement levels. I guess if you're not doing well, that much excitement might like exacerbate some anxieties. Mm -hmm. But like you decide how that affects you. If it gives you serotonin or if it makes you more anxious, that's your prerogative. But yeah, she's just kind of uh, excited, like new toys. I need to look at all of them with my eyeballs until <laughs> it, I get sick of it, which will be never, but like for now, reasonably, she stops at some point. But yeah, not really. I don't really need a scene out of it, but like that's. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Just, she's just really, really pumped. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, during the course of the next several days in transit um, to the rendezvous with Becker, um, Zaya actually helps um, Mason with uh, giving small small arms training to to Jade and Sedona. Um, basically, um, one of the things Zaya has brought with her uh, is actually um, a like essentially like a holographic training program. Where essentially they can actually have like, uh, like target practice without live fire, um, but essentially like learn how to do it that way, which uh, Jade is extremely excited by. So um, he he at one point admitting, I was really worried about how we were gonna do this without you know putting holes in the ship. Um, so I'm glad that you did this and. Zaya just looks at him. She says, "How do you think most? How do you think people do their their weapons training on board on board military vessels?" He's, I honestly didn't think about it. She says, "Well, here's your answer. Now let's see if you can put everything we learned to the test." He says, "Right." And he kind of like looks nervously at Mason, um, it, like nod of approval for sure. He goes. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Uh, and then basically, you, over the course of the next several days, uh, you are able to see like a pretty solid improvement um, in in mostly in in Jade. Sedona is a little wary of the whole thing. Like she, throughout the whole thing, Mason, you get the impression that Sedona is doing it out of necessity and rather like not out of any like actual interest um, in in becoming proficient. Um, so she doesn't quite take to it as, as much as, uh, as readily as Jade does. Um, but both of them come along with, come along and like, they make excellent progress over the, over the course of the next few days. Um, <clears throat> um, 
I will say that at, at one point, um, hmm, I, I need to think about this for a second because I will say that at at one 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 of the evenings, Taeon, you sort of restlessly find yourself wandering <laughs> wandering the ship, and you walk past uh, past the uh, the galley. And as you walk past, you glance inside and you see that um, the the solitary form of Abriel just sort of sitting there at the table um, with a uh, a glass in front of her that still has liquid like liquid inside, sort of an, an amber liquid that she's just sort of gently swirling, but seems largely to have been forgotten. Um, as you walk past the door, she glances up and says. Oh, um, can't sleep. Mm. I guess neither can I. Uh, can I come in? Sure. She, uh, she, like, with her foot, pushes out one of the, the chairs opposite her. Um, yes, I was like walking over. Um, Tell just like metronome again, yeah. TikToking, because he's. He's probably awake because he's just very anxious. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's his tick if you've noticed. Yeah. Um, he takes a seat. Mm-hmm. She says, "So, you. I mean, I I guess I heard the short version from, um, from everyone. But where you're from, we um, we pull this thing off, right? Yeah." That's kind of why um, they sent someone back to stop eating. Yeah. Well, she just sort of looks looks idly around the room, just says, "Well, I don't know if you know, but the supers aren't the only reason that we're going." My sister's on that ship. They have her. They've been using her to leverage as leverage with me. That's why you're up. Um, I think she's going to be in good hands. And by that, I spoke to Peach and... <laughs> yeah. And she fill your head with all kinds of positive, hopeful nonsense? Um, I don't think it was nonsense. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of positive. A lot of positivity. We, these people are amazing. They're legends. Just 25 years from now. That's incredible. She finally actually takes a drink. And she says, Well, if that's true, then regardless of how this turns out, I didn't succeed in my mission. Which is good. I think. Overall. What was what was your mission? It's not important. And if history's forgotten it, well, who am I to argue with history? Well, I'm 
I'll be honest, I'm kind of curious now, but. Um... When I told you my sister was being leveraged. Well. I was sending Silverbreak information about these people. Even helped them track down the ship once. Almost worked, too, actually. Yeah. There's a reason the, uh, the old rust bucket won't let me out of his out of their sight. Uh, okay, wait, hold on. So, you were putting them in danger by betraying them and they didn't kill you? It's about my reaction, too. Don't get me wrong, I think some of them wanted to, or at the very least, abandon me on an ice planet, but... Yeah, that seems fair. Hmm. No, see, they did something like that. I doubt they're going to let themselves fail at saving your sister, who legitimately has not done nothing wrong to them. Yeah. I, some of the people on that ship that we're going to save, um, they're the parents of some of my teammates. Whether they're parents, guardians, they all had some kind of important enough ripple in the lives of my teammates that not saving them made a lot of my teammates just not exist. They're not, they're not blood related to me, but I do understand having some level of family being on the line here, and I trust this crew. I think you should too. You know, I think I do. And it's not really them I'm worried about. I know they'll do everything that they can. They've done it before, and usually it results in one or more of them ending up in my med bay, but... I'm more worried about the time when what they do doesn't... doesn't land them in the med bay. About the time when they just don't come back. Hmm. I already broke the rule once. Um, I would just say that you can trust that they'll at least come back with a few bruises. I don't think, hopefully, you won't have to worry about them not coming back at all. They all seem way too stubborn. <laughs> to yeah. Tell me about it. Anyway, I don't know why. I don't even know why I'm telling you any of this. I don't even know you. Take another drink. I'm just very approachable, apparently. Sure. We'll go with that. 
she uh, she looks around the room and just says, "All right, I'm gonna go make another attempt at this." She finishes the rest of what's in her drink and sets it on a table. She says, "For what it's worth, I'm I'm glad there's someone around here who has." who's seen a certainty is kind of hard to come by. And she just sort of puts her hands on the table standing, just sort of leans over and just says, these people, they talk a good game, but they don't, they're just as uncertain as any of the rest of us most of the time. It's good for them to have somebody like you who believes in them without any any regret or any regard for alternatives. Somebody who... Somebody who sees them the way they need to see themselves. They're legends. I can't see them any other way. Yeah. Uh, without another word, she walks out of the out of the galley. Probably gonna like just check the glass, see what she drank. Like probably try to take a taste. It's like oh, it's uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's one of the one of no. those. <laughs> 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 oh no! <sighs> yeah. She no. does like us. <laughs> <laughs> But why? Why am I telling you this? It's because we're rubbing off on you, Abriel. <laughs> Taking the strays. <laughs> it's like you just got approval from a distant father figure. <laughs> um. So the rest of the the rest of the journey um, passes pretty smoothly. Um, Bina delighted at how at how nicely uh, Awakener seems to be running after some of the. Uh, is it like actually significantly different or no, is it just like not just at notice? All. Yeah, I it know is saying, not I was... at all significantly like, different. Like I noticed. Yep. <laughs> like that's Bina it. knows. <laughs> um, most everybody else, except for Alma, who just objectively is aware, most everybody else is kind of just like, that's great, Bina. Great, like that's, Bina, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really like what you did with my room. <laughs> I bet Bina left like. I don't know. I bet she found like some like candies, like local Ceylon candies, and like left them on everybody's beds, like, <laughs> like on the pillow. Like. Yeah, for not not every day, just like the when the first time you saw your rooms. Mm -hmm. oh, she's so not cute. like she was like. I bet she like thought about like oh I could decorate, and then she's like I'm really bad at decorating, and then she went out and bought like candies. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> likes candy, and so she, and when you when you entered your room for the first time, there's probably this like think the beds and there's no there's just a. Mattress doesn't even have sheets on it yet, but there's, there's like a piece of candy on top of the stack of blankets, pillows, and sheets. And that was Venus. Welcome home. That's, a, that's an ADHD mood right there. Like the oh, God. <laughs> Am I projecting on Vina? Uh, no, oh, no, I've only been doing it since the beginning. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't have sheets on my blanket. I have the sheets. I mean, I'm, I'm on my bed. I don't have sheets there, but this one random unrelated detail is perfect. <laughs> doesn't help me sleep more comfortably but i did it um yeah does jade like his good. new console i got that new console because jade really liked yeah. it in the engineering yeah um 
periodically Jade will just like uh like come in over over like communications <laughs> and explain a new way that the console has helped him uh do things more efficiently. Oh, I didn't even know about that one. You'll have to show me later. Yeah. I've been read oh, through the whole manually, which oh it's gonna save so much time. It's gonna be great. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, I'll see you. I'll see you after lunch. I'm gonna come down here. You're gonna show me the next, the other four things that you've learned today. Um, <laughs> Just turning to Mason, being like, "Man, we have some real nerds on this ship, <laughs> and uh, you're better for it." <laughs> <laughs> They've saved our lives many times. <laughs> Take a sip of coffee. <laughs> um, but this is this is a yeah. oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say this is just because. Peach saw a photo. Caitlin wants to know what Ada Spricks looks like. <laughs> That's true, yeah. What's oh, the wait. Um, oh, no. How do I feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much just like they've got the hard care, but it's like what color, uh, how many arms, basically. <laughs> Two arms. Okay. Um, what color options are there? <laughs> I mean, I don't think we ever like bug, like think like bug, bug carapace. Um, I mean, Bean is like a pale cream color, so I think I just assumed like, like white to black to gray with like tones inlaid. I think someone had said that we like ir some are probably iridescent, yeah. and I love that idea. Mm -hmm. So she could be iridescent, like. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, iridescent. Um, love it. Ooh. Wings, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's got wings, um, and probably dresses like. That kind of like punk rock, but futuristic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good, yes, good. Yes. <laughs> she's removed from the home world <laughs> and she's living it. Yeah. <laughs> I adore that. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, for for fun, because I love Orzai and you cannot take this away from me. <laughs> the uh, Orzai are generally not very tech inclined, so Bina is an outlier, and so Ada Spricks would also be kind of like an oddball. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it yeah. makes sense that both of them are off the home world. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, we're good with our level of tech. We don't need all that fancy schmancy stuff. Yeah. So generally, if you're that inclined, you want to go be somewhere else. I want to say that, um, I don't know, we probably won't ever come up, but she's also the only person that um, um, Taeyeon actually lets mess with his tech. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Fun facts. NPC <laughs> facts. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to ask yeah. that. That was, I've been sitting on <laughs> that important since details. it was really important to me. <laughs> um. So, uh, you, at the end of this leg of the journey, you find yourself, yourself, um, basically pulling into one of the various stations. Um, uh, this one relatively near to a conduit. Um, as you are making a quick, quick, quick stopover, rather than opt for hangar space, you just, uh, extend a docking corridor. Um, and you watch as uh, as the airlock door cycles. Um, you watch um, Becker Shaw the uh, uh, step through his uh, curly red hair and and uh, well trimmed uh, beard, just um, both looking in sort of a state of disarray. Um, like basically like somebody who has been not exactly sleeping or taking time to like uh to groom uh but um and he has that 
he has that look of somebody who's been sleeping in his clothes for a few days. Um, that sort of general matted look uh, as he steps into uh, the climate-controlled Awakener. He removes his long coat and looks around. He says, Ooh, let me tell you, some of these stations are... They, their life support systems are just barely what I would oh, call life support. Oh, abysmal. Terrible. Uh-huh. Absolutely mm-hmm. awful. And he says, uh, it's good to be back. Uh, are we heading off immediately? Yes. Good. Uh, I need a shower or five, so... We have that on board. Oh, excellent. Have at it. And he, uh, he turns and just sort of looks around for a moment and then just tosses his coat onto onto the back of a chair and then just says I'm going to go do that right now. Um as he's exiting the the hold, Zaya is walking in and uh he he without hesitation just hugs her and she just sort of stands there for a moment and then just pats him on the back and says, "Oh god, you smell terrible." And he says, "It's good to see you too." And she, um as as he's like letting go, mm-hmm. I want to like kind of poke out from behind Zaya, mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, you look so." Yeah, way less gray hairs. He looks at you and <laughs> just kind of uh, grins, kind of like a, a bemused grin on his face. He says, "I take it you're the time traveler." Yep. He says, "It's good to meet you in person." And he holds holds out a hand. Says, "Becker Shaw." I was like, grab it with both hands and shake. <laughs> yeah. on. He uh, he smiles and nods. And says, "Well, it's good to meet you." Um, sorry to be rude, but I have been um, sleeping in a uh, literal broom closet for the last few days, and I need to. Um... Yeah, no, I can smell that. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. And he like looks at Zaya, who just who gives him a look like, see. <laughs> Uh, and he he uh, just shoots her a look and shakes his head and smiles. And says, "It's good to meet you." And he uh, walks past you to- in the direction of the uh, of the showers. Um, I kind of like point at him. To, I mm-hmm. turn to his eye and I point at him like he becomes a real gr- like silver fox when he's older. Zaya just smirks. She she says, she uh, looks at, at, towards where he disappeared to. Looks at you and she says. All right, all right, kid. Pull your jaw off the floor. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so you the next leg of your journey is actually the shortest because all you have to do is go through the conduit, and on the other side is basically where you will be waiting. So mm-hmm. um, the next leg of your journey will literally take you probably about 10 minutes max. So, um you, as you settle back into the pilot seat, uh, Bina, almost just sort of leaning back in the, in the co-pilot seat, just sort of absently staring out, um, out the view screen, um, looking as you basically are waiting in queue uh, for the conduit, watching ships disappear into it ahead of you. Um, She's naming them like, mm-hmm. that one came out ten years ago. I can't believe they've still got those nacelles on them. And it jumps. She's like, shit, missed it. Um. <laughs> Alma is offering only like token responses um, <laughs> at, at times as she sort of seems, but before long, Bina starts to pick up on the fact that she mm-hmm. is like, pre- seems preoccupied. Mm-hmm. Um, and you good? She, she looks, says, sorry, 
was I was I being rude? I'm sorry. I No, I, you don't need to respond. I mostly just talk because it makes me feel better about what we're doing. I know. Um, I just... Uh, just want to make sure you're okay. No, I'm, I'm fine. I just... I'm just thinking about that time back on, uh, back on Zolotero when, when we learned that Silverbreak was coming and my, um, freak out, I guess. Yeah. I was just thinking about that and even at the time it felt weird to me. I mean, I was afraid and I knew why I was afraid, but also I didn't. It's hard to explain. It's like... I was just thinking about it because of what Taeon told me about why they're looking for me, and it... It makes me wonder what I knew. Because nothing... That that was a fear that was... It's like an instinctual fear. Something that even not having memories couldn't stop and, and or suppress... It makes me wonder what, what did I know about them? Something you didn't know you knew triggered a panic attack. Yeah. Trying to save you from yourself somehow without even knowing. Yeah. And don't, I'm not trying to make excuses or anything. I just, it was just something I, I thought about when. Hey, man, you're talking to, if you want to talk to anybody about emotional reactions, I'm going to be the most understanding. <laughs> yeah. She just sort of looks at you and just gives you a look that you don't fully, like, you can't quite fully parse. Um, she just kind of, like, smiles. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. It just, I mean, I was already a little bit nervous about this, but we've done dangerous stuff before. and That's an understatement. <laughs> but this is a little bit different because this isn't this isn't going and messing with messing with some backwater uh, some backwater tyrant this isn't this isn't stealing, hit. stealing an artifact from from Ellis who doesn't have it actually in his possession yet this is this is a big one. This is... They're not going to let us go easily. Mm. And if what Taeon is saying about this time traveler is true, they might even be ready for us. They probably are ready for us. I don't know. Yeah, there's not really much we can expect in any direction. Except I did a lot of research on the ship, so there's that at the very least. I don't... <laughs> I don't want to see... I don't want to see you hurt... any of you, but... Yeah, any of you. I would say we're all going to be okay, but, like, even that's too much <laughs> self-assuredness for me. Even Peach couldn't convince me of that. No. <laughs> we don't really know. 
that I mean, I guess we've never really known. Now we just have like an inkling of like we should know because we think we should know because we have someone from the future. But like really, it's just like every other we don't really know. Does that make sense? It made sense to me. No, I, I understand. It's kind of how I've been feeling about this whole thing. I mean, I know we have to do it. I know we don't we don't have a choice. We can't let... We made a promise to Abriel, and we... We can't let people... We can't let what was going to happen to us happen to anybody else. Yeah, we know about it. Can't... Can't turn away from it. That actually kind of makes me feel better. Knowing that, I mean, it's not like I didn't know that already, but saying it out loud, knowing that, knowing that none of us would let something like this go just to, we wouldn't stand out of the way just to save ourselves. As soon as we learn about it, it becomes an inevitability. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that we can be sure about. And I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah. What's that one? Ooh, okay. So this one, I've been staring at this one. I can't really tell because I think they have a hull from another ship on top of it. I think they're trying to like pretend like it's fancy. But the sea of the way that they're just gonna start mm -hmm. to like <laughs> Yeah. They're going out at it. Um Alright. As we move into our final scene for the evening. Um what? You <laughs> are what? What? That sounds fake. Uh, God, I have no idea what time it was. <laughs> um, you sit on the other side of the on of the conduit, out kind of in the middle of basically nowhere. Um, this region of space is one that really doesn't have any populated systems. Um largely due to <laughs> largely due to this being a region uh of of space that the commonwealth had not quite reached in their terraforming efforts prior to hostilities breaking out with the apex ascendancy and since those hostilities sort of ce uh ceased uh this region of space has been deemed a little too close for comfort to the border worlds to risk flaring those tensions up again. So pretty much this is kind of the forgotten region of space that uh, really nobody has laid claim to. Um, that empty pocket between yeah. <laughs> between claimed areas. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's sort of- Map incoming eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of operated as a sort of informal neutral zone. Um, where, and so as such, there's basically nobody out here. Even though there is easy means to reach this place via conduit, there's nobody. Um, and so pretty much you find yourselves just sort of um, drifting probably just about, probably just a few hundred kilometers away from the, from the, actual, um, from the actual conduit itself mm. um, for probably about maybe five or six days 
Um, What's out here? Is there like a meteor field we can hide in? Is there like there is a a, a substantial a substantial asteroid field somewhere? Asteroid but the field. but the one that the one that it's the one where the the ship is departing from. That that's the one that's oh yeah yeah okay so no so nothing close by where you are right now is pretty much um, there are some nearby stars but the closest ones um, the closest ones don't actually have any like terrestrial or not terrestrial but any like the worlds that they like the the planets that that are there are primarily gas giants and mm-hmm. so not like not going to hide there <laughs> no there's there's not much really there which is actually yet another reason why this this system was sort of left for last when it came to terraforming because there isn't actually anything conveniently close to the to the um to the conduit so basically this is this really is kind of a no man's land of space there's there's not a whole lot going out on out here. Really, the only thing that is allowing you to hide like you are is your silent running pro, pro protocol. Um, mm-hmm. During the uh, during the wait, however, at some point Becker does pull everybody um, into into the uh, the observation room, onto the observation deck, uh, having pulled up the like raised the table from from the middle of the of the room, and basically taking taking it up and turning it probably with help from Mason, turning it into kind of like an ops center, basically. Um, and he kind of calls everybody in. And he just says, okay, from our minimal information, it looks like we have a lot of stuff to do and not a lot of time to do it in. We need to knock out as much of this ship as possible, as, mu- as many of its systems as possible, and cause as much confusion and chaos as we can before, our, before the window that Wire gives us closes. Um, so th- I... The thing that makes the most sense to me right now is we, there's it's too much ground for us all to cover. So, as much as I don't like it, it looks like the option here is to split into teams. He says, now once we get once we get that signal jammer up, it's gonna force them to it's gonna force them to reboot all of their systems before they pass through the conduit. That's we'll have a, about fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's our window, and in that time I can if you can fly us. I'd say the min like minimum about gosh if you can get us if you can get us 50 feet from the hull I can get us inside. Um, he pulls up the 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 display of the ship. He says over here on this on the starboard side there are a bunch of airlocks. Those would be perfect cuz it's hard it's hard for me to aim without knowing exactly what's on the other side but with an airlock it's a pretty safe bet. They're all pretty much the same. So I at least have an idea of what I'm, of where I'm sending us. Don't want to end up inside a bulkhead or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> Jade just like leans over to Taeon. He says, "Do you think that can happen?" Me, yeah. Jade just kind of shudders, um, and Becker says, "So the teams, it looks like." We need to knock out their propulsion because we don't want them going through that conduit. If they do, it's not a big deal. But the problem is that Awakener won't be able to follow and we'll have to... There goes our exit strategy. So we don't want them going through that conduit. So we need somebody to knock out propulsion. We also need somebody to plant the to plant the virus that Wire made for us. And that one's a little trickier. Um, he pulls up the schematics, which by now are very familiar to Bina. Um, and she says... Basically, what I'm finding, what I what I've found through with help from Bina is that 
basic that there's really no easy way to access the mainframe except and he points and you watch as a series of pathways hi are highlighted on the holographic display he says these are maintenance shafts they're well primarily these are more it's more accurate to say that these are air ducts um and we're gonna need to make it through these and this will be the closest that we'll be able to get without tripping their security i've examined the tactical data and there really is no other way with enough time we could probably come come at it another way but this isn't gonna do it but we're also gonna need somebody here and here and he points to like two different locations that are highlighted and he says these are security substations without knocking these out our mission is as good as over as soon as we step on board that ship as soon as they reboot all their systems come back online and we are easy targets they'll direct a legion of troops to wherever we are so these need to be knocked out as well and then of course there's the actual rescuing that need, that gets done somebody will have to be on site at the location of the of the pods It's a tall order. I think I'm probably on propulsion, right? Get me in the engines. That's kind of what I was thinking too. You need someone to cover you. I'm pretty good with a blaster. Yeah. If you want to come with me, you definitely can. Um. Zaya looks, she says, I can handle some of, I can handle those security stations, but that's not something I can handle on my own. You want me to go with you, Zaya? I'd be happy for the help. Great. Um, Olam looks at Mason. He says, I guess that puts us on rescue duty. Yeah. I mean, we know how these pods work. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Um, Becker says, I'll, I'll take the virus. I'll take it to the, to the mainframe. I'm no stranger to crawling through, through, through air ducts. And Zaya just looks at him and she says, no. She says, you don't even know the first thing about implanting that, that virus. This is pretty much plug and play, right? Uh, Zaya shakes her head and she says, I mean, yes, but there's also, uh, at which point, you see, you hear, <clears throat> and you look over, and you see Jade step forward. He says, "I, uh, I could help. I mean, I, I, I know a little bit about computers. I mean, enough to bypass whatever security protocols are in place there. I mean, yeah. I spent some, I, I spent some time over the last month uh, looking at some of Wire's tech manuals, so." If you'd feel comfortable, Jade. I want to help. Um, All right. And Becker says, you'll do fine, kid. Just stay close to me. I'll keep you covered. If you ever wonder what, you, when, if you need some like help of what to do, just think, what would Nuss what do? <laughs> he smiles and says, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um... 
Finn's like, wait, oh, I'm off the ship. And she says, Alma, are you good to pilot? Alma nods. She says, I think I've actually been working on this. Um, and she just sort of, she closes her eyes for a second. And you watch as, like, displays start, like, <gasps> popping up. And she says, I think I've got it. It's not the same as being directly plugged in like I was, but Whoa. I think I can, I think I can do some good work from here. Lena's like got her like form and it's like, that's so cool. And she's like looking at all of the. <laughs> it's gonna shake her a little bit. I'll I'll admit I I am gonna miss being able to materialize and dematerialize any art on the ship, but. Hey, maybe that maybe that'll come back sometime too. Oh, actually, I never thought about that. I mean, I guess I don't have to be plugged in in order to operate the the hollow projectors all over the ship. Uh, you see Jade's eyes just get huge. <laughs> um, and Becker says, you're going to have to table that for later. She says, right, sorry. Becker kind of looks around at all of you. And he kind of takes a deep breath and opens his mouth. But at that exact moment, like the uh, proximity alert on the ship starts going off um, and Alma's head snaps over to the display and immediately, like without any any delay at all, you can see like some of the display, like the cockpit displays get pulled up on the uh, on the main display in this room. Um, and you can see that basically the, the proximity alert is for an incoming vessel. Um, uh, ETA? ETA, literally right now. Fuck yeah, <laughs> um, let's do it. Becker just, Becker just, lets out the breath that he had taken and it says well i guess this is it no time like the present mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we really I are reading each other's minds and on Stand that note on. <laughs> as uh as peach and Venus simultaneously oh my uh, god no time like no. the present that is where we're going to call tonight's episode <gasps> Holy shit! Oh my god! All right. Well, <laughs> that's cool as hell. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, um, thanks so much for for hanging out, for for watching, for uh, for spending the evening with us. Um, thanks for the raids and all the gift subs. Yeah, thanks for the raids and the gift subs and the follows and the all of it. Thank for you, hanging thank out you. Mm. um thanks for being you thanks for being you <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> some of our usual stuff if you are not already you should definitely consider joining our discord because that is where all kinds of uh information gets sent out uh to everybody also posted another version of the patch with uh, <laughs> anime yeah anime <laughs> also uh that's where you can just hang out talk about stuff like this episode or absolutely anything else um you get all kinds of updates on the channel sooner than basically anywhere else um and more consistently because <laughs> all their programming yeah all the as well yep programming uh live announcements um any kind of community content um patch we... with rose petals and um <laughs> yeah. anime, and anime yeah. eyes exactly running to school running to school because he's late but <laughs> has a toast in his mouth <laughs> Yeah. So if you are not already a member of the Discord, please consider joining uh, our Discord. Um, Geekouts has posted the link in the chat. Um, 
and yeah you can find basically anything there also if you happen to be subscribed here on twitch as many of you very suddenly find yourselves after tonight um <laughs> and over on the discord is where you actually do get access to some of our patreon benefits um so <laughs> if you are subscribed here on twitch and also on our discord you can get access to some of those things and uh some of them are pretty great. This week, actually, we have uh, our media club uh, recommendations, basically a list of all the things that some of the role casting crew and staff are watching, reading, um, listening to, etc. And this week features contributions actually from Drac. Drac has uh, yeah. quite a few contributions in there. Yay. So a lot. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so good. No, it's excellent. Uh, this I'm shaving of... myself live on stream. The Bina Journal, will, I'm going to do it this week. Like, I have no, I need to do it this week. <laughs> yes. Occasional <laughs> character, character journals as well are included in the list of those Patreon uh, benefits. Little insights into the characters' thoughts. Um, so, yeah. So, all of those are things. We, as I mentioned, we do also have a Patreon. So, you can uh, you can join us there and get access to some of the things that I said before, as well as potentially uh, our world-building tier where we actually get together on the last Tuesday of every month, be and which is how we always intended it to be, and it certainly wasn't as a result of procrastinating until the very last feature, day. Feature, not a bug. <laughs> it's a feature, not a bug. Um, <laughs> where where patrons at, who come in on that tier can actually help us uh, world-build some things for this very show. So... Um, this week cool we've got, there's a really gonna there's be a, a cool really one this really week. good one this really week cool. i'm very excited mm -hmm. so um but yeah uh otherwise you can find us on twitter as you can see somewhere on the it's over though yeah i pointed the right direction down there in the corner of the screen mm -hmm. um you can find it down there also please everybody do remember that if you are subscribed or following please do remember to turn on notifications for the channel because so that you can get notified as soon as we go live um that is a thing that has been I've been forgetting to remind people since literally the beginning of uh, this whole channel. A year and a half ago. Yeah. So <laughs> these are these are important things. So never miss another Rule of Lore stream by just hitting that little bell. Um, all right. I think that's enough from us. Drac, if you have if you would like to uh, yeah. once again reiterate oh, to everyone yeah. where they can find you. Plug, plug yourself. Is happy birthday, Lucas. Happy birthday, happy birthday, Lucas. 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 That's the best place to find out what I'm doing because I honestly cannot remember most of it. Um, <laughs> so the stuff many I, things. <laughs> yeah. The stuff I do remember is um, you can find me on Mondays at 6 p.m. PDT uh, on over on Friends Who Roll Dice, where I play a we play in a homebrew D and D 5e game, and I play a Yuanti pirate warlock, who's a lot of stuff has happened in the last few episodes. Um, <laughs> Very emotional stuff. I know you cry. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you can catch me there. Uh, also, I'm part of a actual play podcast called Super Idols RPG, where I play a very anime-esque um, <laughs> actual um, uh, campaign where I play a magical idol boy. Um, yes. I got a whole transformation sequences. I love it. It's great. Um, <laughs> uh, I have other stuff coming up. 
but I don't know if I can announce it yet. So just follow me on Twitter to hear about it when I eventually can. All right. Cool. Well, uh, thanks. Thanks again, everybody. Um, we will be back on Friday with Ramblemancy, where will we? Where we will be discussing something. I told. I knew the moment we created like the 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 topic for this week. I remember thinking, I am definitely not going to remember this when it comes time to tell people on stream. Same. <laughs> well, you'll know by Friday. We'll know by Friday. So that's, you'll know yeah. by then. Yeah. So don't be greedy. You'll find all out. The, all the more reason to follow Rule of Lore on Twitter, because then exactly. you'll get it announced there. <laughs> so yes. So we will be talking about something. I think it is tabletop game related. No, I remember what it is. I know what I know what it is. We're going to be talking about um is it formative media something or other or was that is that It was it has it has to do with formative media. Yeah. So basically how like how, but, how but we didn't word it quite like that. Yeah, it's we, basically how like your formative media has shaped your uh, yeah. your creativity, your consumption, all that kind of stuff. That's what we're going to be talking about this Friday. I did it. I remembered par- partially. Um and then I think John and I are going to be streaming on Saturday. We have yet to decide exactly what, but chances are we will probably be do- continuing with our previous plan of playing Portal 2, So, which we didn't actually do nice. last time, but this time it will definitely maybe be that. Um, so, <laughs> so yes, uh, those are the things that are happening this week at Rule of Lords. So keep an eye out for that for announcements, live announcements for uh, posts on social media and hope to see you then. But if not, we'll see you the next time you decide to come roll with us. Good night and good zone, everybody. Happy birthday, Lucas. Happy birthday, Lucas. Happy birthday, Lucas. Happy birthday, Lucas. Happy birthday. Nope.